This episode brought to you by Smooth Carriers. Behold, sweet Garethia, Lady Penelope finally took thy hand in marriage. My dream hath finally been fulfilled. Oh, that's great, Lilith, buddy. That'd be great. Look, I must indulge my secrets with thee. You doth be thy best friend, yes? Yes, Garethia, this be true. Lovely. Ah, that beeth why I must share with you. I've been bedding with Penelope. What do you mean, bedding with her? I've been porking her for a while. What hath be a while, Garethia? Tell me, but a fortnight, maybe? More like a fuck-ton of fortnights, my dear friend. This can't be true. She falls asleep every night in my chambers in the king's highest corridor. Yes, true, but then like a ghoul in the night, she'll sneak out like the horny devil that she is and make haste to my bed in the horse stables. But why, my friend? How could you do this to me? She was my princess-to-be. I'm sorry, my sweet Manifred, but it's actually very complicated. Please, Garethia, tell me. She has the most giant bosoms that I have ever laid eyes on. Like, holy shista. Just thinking of them now makes a great rumbling in my pants. Her Instagram pics alone. Okay, okay, uh, Garethia, I, I get it. Ah, there, there, Manifred. Please, do understand that we are also in the deepest of loves. Like, so fucking deep, actually. <laughs> We love to play around in the pig slop in the stables, and I'll call her my little warthog because she's filthy. And I'll ask her if I can make a deposit into her piggy I bank. get it, Judith. I get it. Their heart just breaks because I have given all thy love I own for her, and now I must win her love back. Battle. A better idea, sweet Manfred. What if, if instead I hook thee up with my sister, Barb? Barb? Is she lovely, Garethia? She's, she's something, my friend. She could be thy warthog also. More emphasis on the warts, I'm sure. But I have a lovely friend who is an equestrian of the moving company arts, and he can take you to Barb in just a moment's regard. Wait, who is it? Thy name is Sal of Pueblo, House of Smooth Carriers Moving Company. Passed down from generation to generation, and he is the king's highest acclaimed mover. Whoa, really? Really think that he'll take me straight to Bob? Oh, Manifred, if we beckon him now at 719-248-4726, he could have you and thy sister Barbara's hairy ass mittens in just a moment's notice. But Garethia, can I also send an owl, pigeon, maybe even email to info at smoothcarries.com? Great Scott, Manny, I think you've nailed it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my dear friend, for finding such a fair maiden and offering her love to my own. Hey, what be a friend's for, right? Besides, Bob is the best lover in the entire family by far. Wait, how, how could you... Make haste, Manifred, hurry! Smooth Carriers doesn't have all day. Go be it with Barb, you delicate horny flower. Bless you, Garethia. Bless you! I'm out! Good lord, I thought he'd never leave. Totally. <laughs> I'm Garrett Waller, and this is Getting Our Shit Together. (laughs) That went really great. Look how preemptive we were to just step on each other. I was like, I'll get it going. (laughs) I did that as fight. I'm sorry, man. Oh, that's so good. Welcome back, guys. We've been gone. You guys don't know this. We've been gone for a good few weeks on a hiatus. Yeah. And uh, we could have just called it summer vacation. Summer. It was summer vacation. We got a little break going on there. Gatsby got a break. You got a break. I got a break. Yeah. We're back. I'm so excited. Yeah. We've been so annoyed with how much time we took off from this. So annoyed. So annoyed. But so annoyed. We're, back, we're back with a very special guest, which is what you always say for them. So they always. Uh, Russell Keller. Russell! Hey. The audience is going crazy, too. Yeah, everyone knows who I am. Wait, are we going to have an audience today? We, we will coming? have an audience, yeah. This is a huge oh, guest. Yeah, we just finished doing yoga about 45 minutes nice. ago. I'm, getting a, I'm starting a new life. You do yoga? 
No, I did a hot yoga once for an intercultural communication class. That's one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Intercultural. The class? Or yeah, the yoga? it was like... differently? How did it go? Well, I just... I was... It was like back in uh, like high school, and I thought... Because I was on like the wrestling team. I'm like, this is going to be sure. easy. I'm in good shape. I've, I wrestle men. This is just standing in place. How hard can it be? No, it's so... To stand still... Like, sli- to slightly bend over for 45 minutes is impossible. It's slightly. Bend over. No, it is. But there are yeah, some no, times where I'm shaking. I do DDP yoga. I know. It's so crazy. You look uh, like a P90X, Garrett. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely a P90X. Okay, so look at him and look at me. That's how bad mine is. When I pour a hot sauce later on, you're going to know that I move and bend and shake a lot. I didn't want to say anything, but when you said, I'm Garrett, <laughs> and you put your arms up, I'm like, he's, he's had a lot of caffeine recently. Oh, dude, it's not just that. I'm just wired this way. I'm the same way. I sleep with my eyes open and all that. I'm a wired kid. I don't like it either. You got Parkinson's? Cool. He's on drugs. <laughs> drugs He's would make us so much better. Drugs. You got Parkinson's? It's true, dude. I, uh, I, I, I do. I have asbestos. He shakes a lot, too. I think we're just made that way. Maybe it's in the household. I don't know. This place probably has asbestos. I think that also causes Asbestos? That, that's the popcorn ceiling. Dude, me up. Not that anybody can see it. I love, I love popcorn ceilings. <laughs> Um, so, I'm just uh, weird because I hate popcorn. I think it's the worst, most useless snack in the entire fucking okay, world. Okay, this is a debate. I love some popcorn. <laughs> when I smell that in the movie, I wish they had movie theater popcorn smells to just put in the room. You don't get excited when you smell that when you go in the movie It theater? smells great, and then it's garbage. It's have, fucking packing peanuts at its best. Have you tasted the healthy ones? Karen's Why would I do that? I hate the unhealthy ones. <laughs> Why would I be like, oh, so I'm going for the healthy one? You're not a fan of white cheddar, uh, sharp cheddar, any of those during Christmas? Popcorn is garbage, hands down. Russell, you're white. You must like it. I Are you? It is It is not as satisfying as I want it to be. <laughs> I get like... It, it matters. No, it's true. It it's matters. not fulfilling. It's never... Ex- it's my imagination. If you ask me, like, do you like popcorn? Yes, I love popcorn. And then I'll eat popcorn, and it's never quite what I wanted it to be. I feel that way about hard pretzels. Yeah. So, that's so crazy. Hard pretzels. Soft pretzels are amazing. Soft pretzels. Those are always what I want I them to be. I went to Sam's the other night, and I definitely grabbed one. And it, it didn't have any cheddar or anything. No nacho cheese just by itself. It's pretty awesome. A little that's bit of salt. True. Yeah. Is this normally how these start? This is how is, start. Okay, yeah, great. Just, just always, really talk about it's, it's always pretzel talk. It's always pretzel talk. All right. <laughs> our, our guest is Russell Keller. <laughs> Russell. You've been in the game a while. Yeah. I wouldn't call you baby. No? I wouldn't call you baby. Four years, that's a, that's half a decade, basically. Dude. We'll count it as half a decade. It's, it's been four years? It's one of those things of like, I know within the relative terms of comedy that is very short. But of everyone who's ever started or tried yes. to do comedy, that is a long time. And also, you've never you never put down the mic and quit for a substantial amount of time. No, I mean, I started, it's like classic, I started right before COVID. Like, I started May oh. of 2019. Okay. So, I, I had eight months before 2020 and then COVID. So, that was like a pause. But I didn't choose that. So, yeah, I never quit at any point. Right, it's just you got effect, you got hit in the, the COVID slam where everything just kind of right stopped for eight months. The, but the shows you were invited to were just weird shows. Yeah, did you do any of the the uh, Zoom shows? I did one Zoom show. Uh, I got five minutes on a half hour Zoom show. How did how did it go though? I mean, it's fine. It was I. It was initially I didn't want to do Zoom shows because I'm like, well, I don't want to like 
get up there and everyone's just staring at me and assuming their mics aren't on like i'm, I'm gonna tell jokes and no one's gonna laugh or i'm not gonna hear any laughs anyway so like i just don't see the point and then i realize i'm like oh that's every open mic already yep. is i yeah. get five minutes i tell jokes i don't hear anybody laugh it's like oh so there's really no difference in yeah, you're this in versus what i'm already attempting anyways in your underwear that's the only right. difference is that you're you could be naked and nobody would know yeah that was mine I literally was like, what do I need to put pants on for this? Am I going to stand up? I did try. I was, I didn't, you know, because I'm not actually brave, but I wanted to figure <laughs> out a way to like, how do you judge it up? How do you make like a Zoom comedy show actually I interesting think, and fun? Like, oh, I'll have a silly background. Or I was I'll, just going to say do, something like that. Which is not that interesting, all things did considered. You had someone hanging but from like, a noose in the back and you made it look like that part in The Wizard of Oz? Right, see, that's fun. I like cocaine-fueled Manny. But how do you, like, innovate stand-up for the medium? What do I do to actually make this interesting at all? And then I just held a microphone and stood with a white background. But yeah. With a white, you were very, yes. Like you, mm. you professionally That gives me more serial killer vibes. Yeah, than like having Nobody some weird you. distraction in the background. Yeah, it. I get that a lot. I would. I imagine. get a lot of. Wait, he came in the house with a backwards hat, which I've never seen. He's fun, so you're okay. No, my wife's out of town for the week, so I have oh, a he's backwards got the Hawaiian hat on. shirt on. I thought that was just last got week. my got red jeans. No, I I misunderstood her schedule. I was just completely wrong. <laughs> uh, I was just incorrect. But yeah. Who, okay, who's got the kid out? She does. Oh, okay, cool. I wish this yeah. was a moment of. Oh shit, who does that? Is this the first time you've you've been without your kid <laughs> for an extended period of time? <laughs> Just say it one more time. Is this the first time you've been without your kid for an extended period of time? No, they've gone um like she took her to Iowa for a week right. a while back and there was something I feel like kind of recently, but uh no, it's not the first time. Just make sure everything's pretty. How I, did you adjust it the first time? To the first time they left? Mm -hmm. I had a great time. Did you sleep a lot? It's a uh, the first night I couldn't sleep just because you're used to having right, right. another person and, and like cold. every time every single night our daughter wakes up at two and then we, you have to go get her bring her into bed and then she kicks you in the face for a few hours. So like I couldn't even I couldn't sleep the first night because I'm used to not face. sleeping. If that may, like I'm used to struggling and it was so peaceful and quiet mm. that I just laid there awake all night and then the second day. Uh, it was Sunday, and then I woke up. I went to bed at like ten, and I wake up, and it's just hot, and just like because it was like July or something. It's a hundred degrees in this room. I'm sweating. I had slept until one p.m. and I'd like left the window open all night, and it was like the middle of July, so it was just heat was pouring in all day. I'm covered in sweat, and then I rolled over and looked at my phone. There's like text from my in-laws, like, "Are you coming to?" church are you coming to breakfast are you okay where are you oh god because i just disappeared <laughs> you, you also have a partner there to be like hey don't forget this don't right. forget that well and our daughter just wakes us up it's like i wake up at 6 a.m every day because that's when she wakes up so i forgot when she's not there i have to set an alarm so i just i just baked in the sun i got a sunburn a from guy. sleeping you were just a normal person i played a lot of video games yeah. the first time i was like i had to catch up on this <laughs> There's no distractions. You, you recognized freedom. You didn't recognize that. You didn't know what to do with it. At that point. Yeah, it's like I've been in prison, <laughs> well, <it's, laughs> and I finally got released. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Okay, right, they let you out. You're like, do I get a job? Yeah. You're you're. Are you married? Yeah. Okay. You're so you you kind of get it. Do you feel like every time you go to do something fun or something for yourself, 
it's you're just right right so close to having like your 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 wife go hey can you can you do something and you're like can you smell it can yeah. you smell the enjoyment i'm about to have yeah, and you're yeah. like fuck you guy there's a song i listen to <laughs> when, that where the guy talks about that where he's like where they talk about not having too much fun without each other him and the wife yeah no have mine fun, wasn't like don't that have too much fun i'd be getting ready to do something i want cuz like they'd already went to the bed for the night i'd be like okay <laughs> I have my sound system set up, got my headphones ready, batteries are in the controller, I'm ready to go, and then I get a fucking text message, hey, can you bring me up some pizza rolls? It's not even, it's, for me, it's more been like, I got a show tonight, okay? Everything's good, I have a show tonight. And that's when, like, our daughter will, like, have a panic attack, or my wife's sick, or... Uh, emergency, whatever it is, it's like every time I'm gonna like, hey, me and my brother, we're gonna go hang out. We're gonna, we're Why just just the anything? two of us tonight. That's when inevitably it's like I got let go from my job or whatever. Not that that happened, but, but yeah, it's always like that's when shit. something catastrophic happens to the point where I'm like, I think you're faking it. I, I think you're. Think you're <laughs> I think we you're. We talked about that before too, where it's like at the weirdest of times, we'll be saved buy something or I'm broke for a minute how am I going to get through something happens and you get through it but also like when I think things are going just great I think I was talking about it last week something shitty happens or mm-hmm. you need to do your own fun thing yeah something yeah. rough I had the worst day of my life in a long time yesterday and Tell I still like uh, it's just my, <laughs> my office chair broke <laughs> No, it did. It did, and uh, I fucking fell, and my back's already injured. I was like, "Fuck!" No, you didn't so tell me this. So I took I took apart my couch so I could maneuver it over to, and I was like, "I'm never getting this back together. It's fine." Dude, I'll buy. It. We got a guy. <laughs> I know we have a guy. <laughs> <sighs> Hit Sal, the sponsor roll right now. Sponsor roll, Sal Smooth Carriers. But and then I just it was just. So much bad shit happened. Like somebody broke into my car, what? stole shit out of my center console. I'm just, and I was laying there last night. And I was like, I'm still smiling. Like, this is weird. You also might be at a point where you can handle it better. I just, I, I, oh, I or that, or my depression is just at that level where I'm like, if I die, I die. I'm okay with it. I don't know, like. We talked about that with your brother when you said it's just like you handle those hard things. Oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. A point where but if I lose my keys, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. Like, <laughs> I um, I panic and I come up with like, I, I don't handle stress like, all right, I'm going to take this in. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to think it through. But I also, well, it's not even like, I don't think I go irrational, but I panic and then I come up with like a, all right, here's how I get myself out of this. I come up with a plan very quickly. Very but it's not a very well thought through plan, but I just activate. Because I don't want to like, I'm not just going to sit in this and let it happen. I'm going to take care of business immediately. No, that's, but I had, yeah, no, that's good. my car, the gas gauge doesn't work. Okay. So you never really know how much gas is in the car. Well, that sucks. And like, this <laughs> happened a couple, like two months ago, I think. I thought, we're good. No. And I was driving past, I was like at, luckily driving past the gas station, but my car ran out of gas. Oh, shit. So I'm like, all right, let's just, I'll just leave the car in the middle of the road. I'll put it in the turn. Uh, Yeah. So I just put it in like the left-hand turn lane, put on my hazards, and then I ran over to the come and go. I'm like, hey, my car ran out of gas literally down the street. Can you just give me like a gas canister, like a gallon one, and I'll fill it up and run it over there. I'll bring it back. They're like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, why not? 
I've done this happened to me in the past. I just give you my ID and then you give it to me. Like, no, people have stolen too many gas cans, so we just don't give them away anymore. So I'm like, well, my cars, I can see my car from the gas station and I have no way to get gas to my car. I was like, do you think if I filled up a big gulp cup with gasoline, I could get it there? And they said, legally, I don't think I'm allowed to give you advice. (laughs) They're not going to tell you no, but they won't advise you. Right. No, that's perfect. Remember when this happened at your house two months ago? Same exact story. It's yeah. crazy how similar it is, but keep going. I, uh, but yeah, I'm like, I think, because I know it'll dissolve, but I'm like, I think I can get it to, the car's so close. It'll I, dissolve. I can get it to the car faster. And so I get a big gulp cup. They let you. Yeah, I walked outside. I filled it with gasoline. It immediately, almost instantaneously dissolves. No. Wow. Because that's what gasoline and styrofoam does. Uh, so now I'm oh, you, so you damn you were one step away from making napalm. <laughs> no, I'm soaked in gasoline, oh and I was even telling this God. to someone later, and they're like, "Even if you could, even if you could make it, now you're putting like liquid. Even if it dissolved a little bit, you're putting liquid plastic or styrofoam directly into your tank. <laughs> so then, uh, so the car's so close. I'm like, if I could push it back, I could back it up enough. But then the the problem is. You got to swing it in, and I don't think I'd have enough momentum to turn it into, yeah, to turn it into the gas station. And then luckily, three beautiful Latino boys walked up. They're always Latino dog, I know it. They said, hey, mister, do you need any help? They didn't say that, but I know what you're saying. I'm not going to do the voice. (laughs) (laughs) Not doing the voice. Do you need some help? Something along those lines. Uh, And so they helped me push the car in, (laughs) and then I gave, I said, do you guys want $20? Thank you so much. And they said yes. And then I gave them <laughs> they all. They said yes, of course. They said yes. Do you yes. think we're doing this for free? Uh, do you think we work for free? One of them started to say no, and the other ones hit him. And they oh, said, don't. Good we're going to go to come and go. Get sandwich. Yeah. Um, and then I gave them all hugs. I was so thankful. I gave them all hugs, and they did not like it. There's three 16-year-old boys, and I grabbed Ooh, all of them. What is going on? I could feel after the first hug, I'm like... He's not comfortable with this. But right, but now it's rude if I don't give the other two hugs too. <laughs> I agree. That would be kind of weird. Right. To give one of them a hug is and worse than do, giving yeah. all th- so it's like I gotta make sure they don't think I like him the most, so now I gotta grab all the other ones. I think it would have been weirder if you would have gave two a hug and, <laughs> and then, then not dropped the other, the other one. That's the ugly one. No thank you. Clip Hotties only. <laughs> oh dude, that is the best fucking terrible story. That's just that's just sucks. But I I, I could have just it? That, when you got it. Did you finally get gas? And, yeah, they helped me. How long? Ah, Sorry. That was his birthday. Great. And uh, you okay? Sounds like you had an exorcism. I think his back. That's just how so much his back hurts. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just an echo. So how long did it take you from? Probably the, fifteen minutes. Shut well, that's not too up. bad. Yeah, not too bad. I'm but about this. I panicked. I was out there for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened mine, to you? Mine. I left. We just finished filming a commercial. I have a perfectly working uh, uh, gas tank module, whatever you want to call it. But I said, I'll make it. My car, I'm, I'm on empty now. I'll make it another three days. But I decided to test it by his house. I'm right across the street. It's right there, like 50 yards. I It goes dead right in the middle of the road in the turning lane. Well, I'm like, fuck. I get out of the car, but he's honking at me. I'm like, you don't get it. I run over there. Same thing. I said, hey, can I get, can I get a Just give me your tank? gallon gas tank. And the guy looks down where they sell them and he's like bro i'm like 
can I use a cup, anything, he said, it's illegal. So I was like, fuck, what do I do? Um, so I was about to fill it up in a water bottle too and do the same thing. So glad I didn't now that I know. Yeah. Right across the, oh, when I called you, right across the street, there's a, a tire service place. I go over there and a very sweet Hispanic man who was not pumped about it gave me uh, a thing full of gas. I did not realize how much you need just to start the car. Yeah. It was a shit ton. How you did in 15 minutes is a miracle. I filled up that whole thing and another one of the whatever and finally was able to get it going, but that sucked. That's, uh, I'm glad you're only you want to prime minutes. the carburetor, dog. Oh yeah, the carburetor uh, got fixed after that. All is well, dude. That's good. I never had car problems. Well, yeah, it sucks when it does, dude. I exclusively that was a cool voice crack. I'm an adult man. I exclusively have car problems. Uh, our car right now that I drove here, the rear view mirror fell off. Oh damn! And I don't know how to get it back on because like super glue isn't strong enough. Duct tape just fell, just falls off. So I just have to, while I'm driving, hold it and check behind me and then let it dangle. Also, it's leaking because, like, it's been raining so much. I guess there's oh, a leak okay. somewhere in it. So the lights in my car fill up with water. Oh. And then start to overfill and spill That's into exciting. my car. He's just holding up the I'm holding this up. Water's dripping on me from lights. Uh, and I... What a loser. I mean, Tell I'm me sorry, about I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that sucks, dude. I cannot believe you're holding it like that. I want to see someone. Have you ever seen someone when you're like, at a stoplight stop and look at you and you're, you know, you're just you know, <laughs> You don't get what's going on. My life is hard right now. It's but tough. You know, I work at nonprofit. <laughs> I don't have money to fix this. But you do have goodwill on your side, though. Well, I'd say for the most part. Just like, from yeah. the Lord Jesus Christ? From the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, I thought you meant the store. <laughs> like, yeah, you're poor. You can go to a. You can go. <laughs> They sell cars at Goodwill, I think. <laughs> I cannot believe that happened. That sucks, though. And how do you handle that after you're done? Do you feel like... Sometimes when I have something like that happen afterwards, I'm like, oh, it's not going to get worse than this. I am stronger than I was 15 minutes ago. I look at that a lot of times when I go through something shitty, which always happens, I'd be talking about. But afterwards, I'm like, I'm only stronger. I feel that way, too, a lot of the time. But I do panic in those moments. Yeah, it's, it is... I don't know if it's like I feel stronger afterwards, but it is just like now I know if this happens again, I've learned you don't put gasoline in styrofoam. And that so (laughs) like later that speaking of panicking later that night, I went up with uh, Mike Hammock because he was recording his uh, special at Comedy Works. Yeah. And so we went up. I had like gotten cleaned up, but I had white like new converse all stars whatever it's the first time perfect audio uh it's the first time i had ever had like new nice shoes that weren't from ross dress for less hey first of all these are ross shut up yeah uh so like i actually bought converse shoes i was very excited and then i got gasoline all over them so i i changed out my outfit i changed out everything i took a shower but i left the shoes on oh it was that bad and I just, because I really wanted, I really wanted to wear oh, these shoes. So I like washed them. I let them outside in the sun, and then I put them back. And I'm like, these are good now. And then I get in the car with Mike, and we're driving for like oh 15 minutes God. up I-25. He's like, God, it smells like gasoline in this car. It really smells like yeah. gasoline in this car. I think something's wrong with my car. I'm like, no, dude. Uh, sorry, it's my. You, you should have blamed it all on him. I I got gasoline <laughs> spilled on me, and he's like, but you like changed all of your clothes, right? Like, you wouldn't do that to me. Right, and I'm like, yeah, I changed everything. Like, yeah, I showered, true. I did everything. He's like, so you're not wearing it, like, your socks, shoes, your pants, nothing you're yeah, wearing. It's, like, covered right? in gasoline. I'm like, of course not. That would be ridiculous. And as we're driving up there, he's trying to, like, record his special, and he's like, I'm getting a headache. It smells so much like gasoline in this car. 
Why oh do you reek? God. You reek of gasoline. And I'm like, I don't know. I guess it just like soaked into my skin. I guess it just soaks in so fast. I don't know what the deal is. So we get to Comedy Works. Oh, my God. He he sees some old high school friends. He's like, hey, before your show, can we buy you a shot? Can we get you some drinks? He's like, yeah, I would love to. Russell, you don't mind? I'm like, yeah, no problem at all. Do what you got to do. And now I'm so panicked thinking about the entire night. I'm thinking about the other comedians in the green room who are going to mention how much it smells like gasoline now. <laughs> that so I'm like, yeah, Mike, go go have some drinks with your friends. Don't worry about it. I'll find something to do. I sprint to the 16th Street Mall. As soon as he turns the corner, I sprint. I run to Ross Dress for Less. I throw those shoes in the trash. I buy brand new shoes that kind of just look similar enough <laughs> to where no one will notice. I sprint back right before the show starts, but now I'm like covered in sweat and Mike goes <laughs> like... I love that you panicked. You know, you could have been I like, panicked, yeah. but I have to solve the problem. Well, yeah, so you got the shoes, right? You know, right. Because I can't, like, leave them in his, the shoes I had, I can't leave them in his car because then he'll That's, know, his car will reek like gasoline. Right. He'll know. You can't put them in a bag or nothing. Right. So I just have to throw them away. Uh, and so I get back. The show's just about Dude, to start. Sucks. And Mike goes, Where were you? I was looking for you for a minute. I'm like, Oh. I was at Ross Dress for Less. I had to buy new shoes. I was going to lie to you. Like, just oh, immediately. Oh, you told the truth? <laughs> so I did all of that, but I was confront. I was like, as long as, as soon as he asked me about it, now I have to tell you the truth. I was just assuming nothing Blackie was going to show up. Yeah. So then I did all of that. I threw away $80 shoes. by the eighty dollars shoes those threw those away. Bucks at Ross? I bought no. Those were my first non-Ross dress oh, for less shoes. Sorry about that. Those shoes I tossed. I bought forty dollars shoes at Ross dress for less just to lie. That's and then as soon as I was confronted about the lie, I immediately folded. Did but I solved better? the problem. You solved the problem. Also, I solved the problem. Was he so focused that he was like, "How did he? How did he react?" And is he laughed about it since? Yeah, he was just like, "That doesn't. What? Like, why would you <laughs> lie in the first place?" Just say you wore the shoes. I would change your shoes in the first place. Would why would you lie about the shoes in the first place? And then why would you sprint to Ross Dress for Less? Just leave your shoe. So he was just mainly confused about every decision made along the don't process. You hate that? Because then you're like, fuck, man, I don't know. I just try to fix it. Right. I panic. <laughs> panic. And I was I doing fixed this for you. And, you know what? My, and my, I told on myself. <laughs> yeah. Mike's such a rational, smart guy. I feel like every, when I have a conversation with him, every word is very meticulous. Yeah. Like, he's so smart. That I can see him sitting there like, you did everything wrong. You're right. <laughs> That's so funny. I can't believe that happened. It felt like a real a real adult was actually disappointed with me. No. <laughs> and he's like, I have to go on stage now. I can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> I have to walk away from you. I don't want to see you when I get back. <laughs> Be in the car waiting for me. Warm it up. Dude, those are two fucking awesome stories. And it's strictly about just like... It's, it's strictly about me pouring gasoline on my shoes. <laughs> don't sing with me. So mine... Oh, so embarrassing. Because there was, for whatever reason, when I was filling up mine, in the turning lane, everybody's going around, right? But there's one dude in, like, a um, like a bug that's, like, younger than me, sitting there, just watching the whole time. And he, he doesn't move. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, dude, like, go around. And then he, but he saw me. I, you know, the whole thing. And he's just, and he's just sitting there forever, not falling asleep high on heroin, just sitting there. So for half an hour, oh, someone looks pretty. And uh, for half an hour, uh, he Thank just watched. Thank you. Oh, yeah, dude. You got flowers. <laughs> gorgeous but anyways um he watched me the whole time i thought he was uh, so for a minute i think this guy was waiting for me i think this guy was like holding up traffic for me just being a sweet nice person about it i will never know when i finished though he, he drove off with me i waved at him i was like hey thanks man i don't know whatever happened did he wave back but he no he did not maybe he was blind he might have been a blind man 
Maybe he was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> he was you, a guardian angel. So the worst part, when I was, I couldn't get the tank off the, you know, the, the little gas tank. There's a certain way you have to open up the lid, and I couldn't figure the fuck out in front of all these people. So I'm pouring it into a water bottle. I forgot about it. I'm pouring it into a water bottle and taking that water bottle and pouring it into my car. It's taken for fucking ever. Because you need like a funnel to go into it. I'm pouring it all over the backseat of my car. I'm making the biggest gas mess of all time in front of people. And so I, yeah, dude, it sucked. So that's probably why it took me an hour. <laughs> but I did this in front of you. You could have spent 30 seconds <laughs> just fixed and like Googled oh. how to make this fucking work. Dude, I didn't want to do that. I, I didn't, in that moment, it would take me 10 seconds, like you said. But I'm not going to get on my phone and be like, are you tweeting about this? Like, what does this guy do? But I finally figured it out, dumped it in. Do either it. one of you have AAA? So that's what my mom said, too. Yeah, but the, by the time it got to me, <laughs> I could already fix this whole problem. I fixed it. And guess what? How did we It's going to be faster than any... I've called, like, a tow truck for, like, hey, can you just come bring me gas? Or, like, my car ran out of can oil. Really? My car was overheating. Oh, this can you so bring long. me oil? And it's three hours waiting for them because they, they have to schedule it. There says they'll be there in two hours. Two hours go by. Then the tow truck guy calls. He was like, hey, man, I was just out of job. I'm so sorry. I'll be there in 45 minutes. He yeah. gets there an hour and a half later because he's like, sorry, I had to get dinner because it's 7 p.m. or whatever. So, yeah, it's just faster if I deal with it than calling him. I am the same way. I don't. Want, I feel like I'm going to inconvenience Look what it costs you. Yeah. There's nothing. I already pay it for it. It costs you $40. And your favorite pair cost of shoes. him $120. And Mike Hammock's trust. <laughs> Mike, has, Mike, has Mike asked you to go to a special with him since? He has not recorded a special since. I know. That was my question, though. <laughs> That's so awesome, dude. That is such... I, I know that feeling. Yeah. That's what's so... If I ask anyone for help, I'm a bad person. What? So I just have to solve it right now. Fuck. I'm I love to do it myself, too, in many ways. But, I mean, sometimes you have to sit and suck, up, like, suck it up for a minute, too. I hate that feeling, but we've been there. By the way... Can I count that as the first glare? Because it's been a long time, Garrett. It has been a long time. It's been a long time, so we have a little thing going on the show. I glared at Tracy during the podcast once. I scowled at her once. <laughs> did she call you out on it? No. Well, how'd you know? Uh, oh, you just remember? I did it, and I was like, I think I just scowled at you. Garrett loves to do this so much that he gets called out by the people uh, watching and also family, girlfriend, whoever. So I ran out all oh, the blacks right there. We're at 11 scowls during this. Can I also, sh um, there's something else I wanted to give you, Garrett. Oh, okay, yeah. Look what came in the fucking mail. Yeah! I ordered this thing, got Whoa. it his name and all that, and it didn't come in. I gave him the other hat. It didn't have this at all. It was just a black hat. I was pissed. They wouldn't let me turn it in. You know and what's next perfect? You know, it came in two weeks ago, free of charge. His little sweethearts gave us two cute hats. That's a sick hat. You know, it's, that looks uh, nice. it's really funny because I talk a lot of shit and I like about people, but I hate being confrontational. It's really uh, weird, I lost. You're a real hat. behind the back kind of guy. I, I lost my hat in the in the the apartment pool. <laughs> he called you out. I, I'm fine with it. It's fine. Uh, I lost my hat in the apartment pool, and the, the office is like, "Oh yeah, we have it down here." And I'm like, "I don't really want to go to the office." <laughs> he works really hard at this stuff. He's like, "Oh, this was a gift. Why would I walk ten feet to go?" Exactly. Get it? Right. I didn't pay for this. Go get the fucking hat and I'll wear it. How about well, that? I'll. It's just say GW. I don't care. All right, fine. So it's a getting our shit together hat, even though it doesn't have that. Just go uh, get the fucking hat. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, you yeah. have great hair, by oh, the way. I appreciate that. I've, uh, I wore a hat. Dude, come on. No, yours is fine. You weren't even in the headsh
Already? What does that mean? Like, I look like, like a you're one tiki torch shot. away from telling people how you really feel. I guess well, that's true. And many times it is. By the way, so we're glad to have you on this episode because we, we went, we had one scheduled for a month ago, right? Yeah. We, we really fucked you over, Russell, and we apologize. <laughs> no, it wasn't we. I did. Uh, no, no, know, each one of us fucked you over. I would never say that. So I didn't. I would never say that. What happened with yours? I don't know. My back is shit. Oh, (laughs) whatever it is. On you though, you just said good. It gives me another day because my back. Yeah, I don't blame you. So I had this printed out to have it signed by our last guest, who had not just canceled on us. Ah, he didn't show. He didn't show up. Didn't respond to a text. Has he responded since? No. It does not. So I just I was hoping to have him sign it for us. So if you can tell us who that is. Who is this? Oh, that's a. Um, oh my God! You know who that is. Yeah, of course. Uh, I haven't seen someone like you in a coon's age. I love this. Oh, one. God. Yeah. oh my I know exactly. You remember the punchline? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That was one of God, what's ones. his name? Ben doctor. Matt. He's a doctor something. Oh, he forgot the comedian. Wait, do they both have the same joke? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember the character's name, but he, so I, that's a, from Wild Wild West. Of course. Yeah. First time I ever met Ben Verbeck. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> First time I ever met him, I'm like, you look exactly like this, and he does his beard differently like that, so I've always referred to it. And I couldn't wait to have him sign it, and he didn't what is What is the back... What's his name? I don't know. Can you wild, 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 wild West? Dr. Spider-Man thing. Oh my god. It's something cool. Another great reason to watch The Flash. <laughs> is, is this... He makes a... Does Will Smith shows the... up? No. No, but there's plenty of surprise cameos. Dude, I'm just pumped about Michael Keaton. Oh yeah, yeah. My yeah, Batman. Cool. Are, you a, are you a DC Marvel, any kind of superhero kind of guy? Not really. I mean, like, I've watched... I, I think until, like, the last Avengers movie. Like, oh, I watched Dr. all Loveless. of them. Dr. Loveless. Thank you so much. Well, my bad. god. She's my computer. Um, but uh, yeah, I like. There was the big. Everyone's watching them until uh, uh, the whatever the last Avengers movie is, mm-hmm. and then I really don't care about anything since then. That's where I liked Moon Knight. Moon Knight was a lot of fun. Wait, wait, Moon Knight is a uh, Oscar Isaac. It's a Netflix show or Disney Plus. D- Disney Plus show. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. But I kind of Damn, I don't I, really care. I need a child. Loki was good. Why do you need a child? I'll just give you my password. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, here we go. Cool. You get my Hulu. Here we go. I watch everything on... I watch... I'm more of a Star Wars-y boy. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. Yes. I can't wait to pull up the other board, but keep going. Okay. So, uh, all right. I'm going to ask you some actual questions. Okay. Uh, So, you're you're fairly... You're a Christian, right? Yeah. Would you say you're a clean comic? Yeah. Yes. That's a... I, d- before... This is going to be a long answer already. Yeah, sure. It's a loaded right. question because I am a... I don't swear. Because we've seen you almost naked before. Right. But I don't really, the like, there was a python and there was the naked. Oh, <laughs> I had to do two. both. Yeah, I had to do You're both. You're disgusting, dude. Um, but, anyways, but like, disgusting. I don't, it's honestly more for the challenge of, like, not swearing as, like, I don't want, I this, yeah. like, my punchline to be just the F word. Right. Like, I want to actually have to write a joke. So it's more for the challenge of it than the morality of it. But, like, I just did a show on Friday uh, at Trinity Brewing Company, Kuyon Comedy. And uh, I tried a new oh, joke I about... That. I uh, issues with that, dude, but we'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, who was it again? No, I'm just nobody. I, just, okay. I tried a joke, 
a new joke that I wrote. I got to figure it out still. I, it's the first time I said it ever out loud was yeah. on Friday. And the idea is the house we just bought doesn't have a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And uh, having to wash dishes by hand for the last three months, now I understand why the South fought so hard. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> God. So, like, I, every minority is pissed off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I have a dishwasher. I have a dishwasher. She yells at me to use my hands. I was like, just use this. No. no. It's cleaner. It is cleaner from your hands. Uh, so, like, I, or, like, my, my. That's a jo- solid That's fucking a good joke. joke. That's right? a good joke. They did not like it. I, I oh. was doing very good right up until then, and then it was just clawing and scratching to get them back after you know that. audience, buddy. Um, oh, fuck that. Let <laughs> it fly. But, you, you, I'm kidding. <laughs> always go with it. But, uh, like, so, like, I have my, like, the joke everyone knows me for, everyone knows me for, is just, like, wow. either I look like a youth pastor, whatever. Oh, right. The other That's one is solid. school for the deaf and the blind. Like, I have a joke yep. that it's one of my first jokes. I make fun of blind children. Success, so, like, like I, and it works every time. Everybody likes it. Sure. So, like, I'm not a, I'm a clean comic in that I don't swear or say, like, oh, and then I, I blew a load in her face or whatever. Jeez. That Say, even feels I'm weird for me to say out loud. Clip of it. That's a um, I, but like I will I But people book me for clean shows or like I've done like I've done shows like for a Christian ministry. They're like, oh we need a clean comedian. And I'm like, please don't I'm not the person you want. And it's like, no, I'm sure everything you do is wonderful. And then I make fun of blind children and say jokes about like I wish the South won. Dude, and they don't. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, you, you booked me. I don't know what to tell you. What you have, and this is like, I don't want to compare you to a well-known clean comic that we started out with that's having success now, but you have something that can go to any show, any show. It's not John Chris. That can go to any <laughs> show, but you can also do clean. You can do that. You can do clean shows. Yeah, you can. So if I really good. wanted to, I could like. That puts you ahead of me. Yeah, ahead of us. <laughs> I don't know. Up to do the youth ministry. You're going to be doing a show for uh, the CEO of uh, the Travel Channel on Titanic Submarine Dives. You're going to be doing all these things, and you'll be able to do it. Dude, do the- three E's, when they first like were in town, they had like a corporate Christmas party they wanted me to do, because I'm the only, like, it's me and two other people are clean-ish. Well, also, they only have two other comics, but... Anyway, Correct. Oh! Uh, sorry, I'm just kidding. That heat was not brought to you by me! I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh... So they asked me to do it, and it was at some place, and I did it, uh, and I'm like, who is it for? Like, should I know anything? And like, oh, I think it's for, like, bankers or something. Bankers. Okay, cool. So I did a um, school for the deaf and the blind. Sure. Does anybody know what their mascot is? Neither do they. So solid. Their so, oh, it's silence. Are I'm like, kidding I'm like, usually that gets, like, some, some re- even if it's, like, groans, that gets some reaction. So. Total, total silence. Yeah. Nothing. And then, like, I cannot get them back after that point. Nothing I do is working. So afterwards, I'm at the bar. I got paid. I'm going to go buy some oh, dinner or whatever. And uh, some guy comes up and pats me on the back. He's like, hey, man, uh, I just want to let you know, I work You know, I work for the company. Um, I thought you were very funny. But I just want to ask, do you know what we do? And I'm like, uh, you're bankers or something? Oh, no. He's like, so we are like a committee, like a, a community of uh, healthcare workers who specialize in disabled children. <laughs> like, specifically us. Uh, you couldn't have hit Russell, any worse audience with that. I wish that would be the only time in your life you you say fuck. And you just, you look him dead in the eye and you're just like, 
Fuck him. <laughs> Dude, you, oh my God. Tell me, when you start doing that joke again, tell me you include that story. Oh, you have to. I'm trying, I need to it. find a way. Because we love, as we know, like telling true stories, like relating. Yeah. We've all been in a shitty situation, but that was worse than anything. I had to do a Mother's Day show at an art gallery. I didn't know it was a Mother's Day show, but they were like, hey, we want you to do this art gallery. Just, I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. So I did the show at an art gallery. I open up, I always open up with your mom. bashing my mom. I open up jokes like I always do about my mom. And I get off the stage and the, uh, the booker is like, hey, I just want you to know this was uh, a Mother's Day show and they're all moms. I was like, whoa. I love that they sh- they could have just let you just sit in the bomb, but instead they're like, "I'm gonna let you know where you screwed up at." But I've also had like the ver- <laughs> the reverse happen though. Like I've gone to a clean comedy function where there's nothing but teachers, and I'll ask that like uh, I don't know if you remember a guy you you know James Amos who James Amos oh yeah I love James you probably don't know he he stopped doing comedy before you started, um, but he got us booked for this this corporate gig where we're doing a show for teachers down here. And he did his thing, squeaky clean. I get up there and I'm like, oh, I'm really not feeling this, guys. Uh, do you do you guys want dirty comedy? And they're like, yes. They always do that. It was all the teachers were in full favor of they're this. They're teachers. So I'm like, okay, cool. Everything's good. I do the, my set. I kill everything. Has fun. We're good. We walk into the car. James Amos is pissed. I'm like, what's wrong, what? man? We, it was a good night. He's like, yeah. Here's your money. I was like, thanks. I was like, what's wrong? He's like, uh, one of the teachers got upset and asked for the payment back. I was like... He paid you out of pocket. He did. I felt super bad. (laughs) (laughs) How much was it? How much did he pay you? I don't even remember. That's the thing. Like, the clean comedy shows, it never... Whenever I've done a clean comedy show, it's never been great. It's never like, wow, and that was a killer show. Everyone had a great time. It's always middling at best the entire way through because no one can really ever super get into it right the only time where i've ever seen anyone crush at a clean comedy show is uh john brown had something down here at some event center it was like me he did like five minutes of whatever clean stuff he could scramble (laughs) out of his set john brown yeah yeah um i did 15 minutes of clean stuff and it was like it was okay it was fine and then it was uh al goodwin i love and he got up and he was immediately like so i've been masturbating under my desk he did not and i've been ejaculate like he's just not saying oh, the swear our comedy guy I but love he's it. just been he's saying the medical it. terms instead <laughs> he's like oh it looks like a jackson pollock painting under my desk or whatever and people are like yeah yes this nice. is the best i love this god but he was he was being a dirty comic he just wasn't did he saying the, the words joke what'd you say the pollen joke yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he yeah. was just, he went full into it, and they were loving it. But he's like, technically, I didn't do anything wrong, so you can't be mad at me and See? not, not pay me anything. You look at that, and you're just like, fucking pro. Well, yeah. That's just pro. And then it's frustrating, because like, well, if I would have known we could have done that, I would have had fun the whole time. <laughs> I would have done some different jokes then. That's, oh, that's so funny. And you know what? I can't wait to ask Al about it, because he's going to be our next guest, baby. Is he? Yeah. You got him? Not only did when I asked him, hey, buddy, would you mind? He said, yeah, great. How does this day work? And I was like, sounds great. Wait, no, you, you actually, He's I don't bust. want to take Sean away from Russell. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, fuck you. Who was the next guy? <laughs> Are you, um. <laughs> I know, we totally did. We got someone actually. We, totally did. we got an actual We got guest. an actual comic. 
<laughs> Whoa. Well, no, then, not, we, yeah, it's true. We got Co- Joey Coco Diaz coming on in two weeks. You yeah. fuck, no. <laughs> Just I go refuse. with a lie one time in your life. No. I lie so much as it is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, dude, that's awesome. I love hearing stories like that, too. I treat therapy as a confession. <laughs> <laughs> so, God dang it. Dude. Are you uh, any... Are you doing any festivals? Uh, if, if I could recommend yeah, you one are. for you. Winter Park. I did Winter Park. That was fine. You, you, oh, you have to do this next year. I know year, why. But if I could recommend a comedy festival for you. Please. It would be the Great American Comedy Festival. Uh, try that. It's North yeah. Fork, Nebraska. I think you'd have a great time. You'd probably go pretty deep. You would go deep. I went deep. And I don't deserve it. That's... I... I am so like so. I'm doing the new faces contest at Comedy I Works. Don't want to get into that, but I really, I don't, I don't think I'll go deep. I think, uh, I think I'm like, will. I think maybe I can get to the second round. Good, but I was like, I've planned it out. I have a spreadsheet. I have a chart. Good, because I wanted to see He's like a planner, dude. What I love to do in school is try to get straight A's throughout like the semester, so that on the final I can just bomb it. Like Not, I want to pass because it this doesn't class. matter. I was right. the complete opposite kid. I would yeah. fuck around all year, and you would pass the test. And I'd pass the test. I hated like, guys like you. I was here, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I did like, the your grades don't matter. I did the opposite you fucked too. Up so big. you had the right idea. <laughs> yeah, put in all the stock, get all the grades, then right. fuck up, then coast. I, uh, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, because the most the most panicky part that takes five minutes for most people, you would crush at, but then him and I would suck at. <laughs> I worked my ass off to barely pass. But I coasted. That was college. I coasted most of the time. It was just trying to find ways to coast. So it's like, do well in the beginning so that you don't have to actually write a 10-page essay at the end. You can still make it coast. I, but it's my set. It's the same thing with New Faces. I was really hoping. Very funny. <laughs> same thing with New Faces. I was like, can I just make it to the next round statistically? Sure. Like, if I look at the lineup of I, names, it's like. Who are you going up against? It's like some, like, uh, that's the problem. It's like, it's some heavy, heavy hitters. hitters. Oh, really? Yeah. So that it's like, sucks. I can tell from, I was hoping I could look at the lineup and go like, if I even phone it in, I can make it to the second round. Because half these, it's 168 contestants. They're not all going to be good. So I was hoping I could like, I, mean, I could coast to the next round. But no, it's like, I could maybe make it to like the fourth place wild card spot if I kill the entire yeah. time. And so I actually you know, have to try, which is annoying. But it's comedy works, man. You could. You, can get, you, you know, maybe you go to the wild card round, you dazzle there, and you've made it to the semifinals. But no, I won't. I I'm going to get a good. Why do you I'm think like a, that? You're a comic. This is the, everyone wants to encourage me and be like, you're going to do that. it. You're going to kill it. It's That's, tough. We are the brutally honest two of it. I, uh, when I wrestled in high school, I'd never wrestled before. Huh. And it was just like, my friends are on the wrestling team. I can, I bet I can do that. So I got put on the wrestling team. <laughs> I joined the wrestling team. Never wrestled before. I was on varsity just because no one else was in my weight class. The people oh. heavier than me and lighter than me, there's just no one in my weight class. So like, you're on varsity Same. now. And I would wrestle like the number two guy in the state in my, like the team captain would be like, go out there and crush him. I'm like, it's not going to happen. Next time, give it a little rub. <laughs> I thought you weren't plugged in at all because you weren't plugged in here. I was like, is he listening to nothing? <laughs> My uh, bad, go on. But yeah, they'd be like, oh, he's number six in the state. Go out there and kill him. I'm like, no, I can't. You don't understand. I, you, they're like, no, no, you have to believe in yourself. I'm like, no amount of belief 
it'll hurt my feelings more to believe comedian. in myself and then get you smashed. You don't want to get your movie. hopes up. Right. Dude, that is you a movie scene. That is it's not even getting perfect. my hopes up. It's being totally realistic. I don't want to believe in myself right. because I know I'm going to suck. That is fantastic. Yeah. That, no, that is literally a comedian that joined the wrestling team. That's a guy yeah. being like, no, no, no. You don't understand, sir. I probably do. I you saw you this. haven't weighed this scenario at all. I like, wish, to go I, in I with blind confidence is ridiculous and annoying. Have you done new faces? Uh, no, I've done comedy work several times, but never did new face. It's I, just one of those my, things. My favorite stat is I've never been eliminated in the first round, never. And I'm like, see, yeah. I want that. What I'm really Gee, nervous about is do. that everyone from Looney's is going to make it to the second round except for me. I'm going to be the one guy that doesn't make it, oh. and then I'm going to get bullied forever. No. Wait, is Johnny in it? Yeah, yeah. He's Johnny Bronstein's probably going to crush. If he he's shows up, deep, he can. He could win. That? But he has to actually drive up to Denver. <laughs> I know that's what I love. About I think he could. I, that has nothing to do with his ability. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think he has the ability to the win. The ball player comes to shoot. I just don't think he has the politics to win. Sure, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. We talked about this. But that's the thing about Johnny too. Is if somebody said don't do this or don't do that, he's gonna go twice as hard. Right. In it yeah. too. He goes. He goes deep in the paint. But the last. Time I love him for it though. I participated in new faces. Um, I was in the semifinals. John Chris was there. Uh, How long ago was this? This has like been 45 years ago. Because I, I've, it's rubbed me the wrong way. I was getting coached to lose. Uh, I hadn't Shut even gone up. upset yet, and uh, I, I, I haven't even gone on stage. And I was, you know, I was biding my time. And uh, the talent coordinator, uh, Deacon Gray, very lovely dude. Oh man. R.I.P. But uh, he was like, "Hey, man, sometimes you lose." And I was like, that, "Yeah, sometimes you do." Excuse me. <laughs> and he's like, "You just, sometimes you know, you lose." He's like, "I was involved in a comedy contest once, and it was a clean comedy contest, and I did everything right, and then this other guy got dirty and everything like that." Oh. And uh, he ended up getting a deal with HBO, and I didn't. I was like, "Why are you telling me?" <laughs> Like, he was preparing you for the loss. You, you don't this? play to win; you play to not lose, buddy. And I did, and then I lost. I was upset, and uh, I wasn't like, I was upset inside. I wasn't like outwardly like, sure. "Fuck this place." I wasn't teacotting it. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, here we go, here we go. But uh, you know, I was upset, and he comes back and he's like, "If it makes you feel better, you came in third. I was like, "Ah." Oh. It doesn't make you feel better. No, it does not. Make <laughs> that doesn't you help. Yeah, it's not all. that kind of cat either. It'll rub you wrong for forever. a while. Yeah, you and hold then that. On top of that, like I don't want to do comedy works again because they reset me. I'm no longer doing the four minute B sets. You're a C. I am a newbie again, and I'm just like I. Was that just like an error, like a an administrative error? Like, yeah, we could probably change it. I was just like, dude, D- you and know, they have you... not, and I'm just like, well, fuck <laughs> this. G- I, if you want to do that, I, I don't know why you don't do it either. If you want to do it, go up there, fucking crush. I don't want to drive two and a half hours for two minutes. Don't say that. Then that's not a comic, dude. This is, this is what I get it. I told my dad the first time I went and did two minutes went great. And I remember telling my dad, who's that kind of guy too, but like you drove two hours to go talk for two minutes. And I was like, Oh, fuck that. Fuck I mean, I drove 18 hours. Well, Who cares? I it was 18 hours. But it's stand up. I drove it's to Vegas a- to do a 10 minute set. So, I mean, I, I, I hear you, but like. It's just it's it's that emotional weight I get you it. carry that you're like, oh fuck, you have to start over. But that mm. doesn't mean it's gonna happen. We know Elliot. Uh, just go up there, fucking crush, talk to him, and be like, hey man, put if I on, can prove it, Elliot, you mother, put me on the piece. But you know what? We <laughs> but 
we we know. I mean, we worked with him a lot yeah, yeah. back in the day. So maybe there's a chance. I get it. It's changed since Deacon left. I don't even know the politics. Uh, yeah, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm cool with. I'm 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 okay with most Denver peeps. Uh, <laughs> are you gonna do any of the other uh, festivals? Like, no, I uh, mean Colorado Springs. Yeah, Looney's is doing their festival. Three E's, I think, is doing one also. Yeah, it was Three E's is doing. It was like literally like about, they got a new club on opening. Looney's too. podcast or whatever. They're like, yeah. By the way, we're doing a festival, and then like a day later, Three E's is like, by the way, we're finally doing a festival. I know, dude. Um, but I'm. It is gonna hurt my feelings if I don't make it into the Looney's comedy festival. That, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's going to hurt my feelings. Tracy's the one who's watching the tapes. Oh, so it's really? Gonna, it's going to deeply okay, upset why. me when I don't make the cut. <laughs> I love Tracy. Like, Tra- Tracy I, is, she's a good, she's a good human. I mean, if you're if she, solid though, you are solid. That's what you're going to say. I talked to him four months in, we were doing, was it the roast? It was at gold camp. I remember talking to you and Sullivan and I, and you told me how long you've been doing it. And I was like, that's fucking so stupid. That was like, my, I think that was like the, second show i'd ever done that you got paid to do yeah well i mean i think i don't think they paid me to do that i wouldn't either, <laughs> so it was the first show the second show i was booked on dude um the first show i ever like did did was in pueblo I, yeah, they had like yeah. some quality some contest quality here. contest okay uh, uh an older couple was putting on a contest oh and oh, i was like do you are know they what gross? those are a certain older, gross couple was okay. putting on a contest. But hot, hot though. And I didn't know. I was just like, oh, I'm in a comedy <laughs> Look, contest. I'm oh, my God. I thought this son. is like the, the height. This is the lap of luxury. I've made it in comedy three months in. I'm doing a contest. You're going to invite me. Winner gets to go back and fuck the host. <laughs> so I was telling, I think it was John Rummery told me, he's like, by the way, they're going to try to have sex with you. Just just a heads up. I'm like, okay. Do you hear Rummery say that's so This is funny comedy. Uh, so I came down here. I did the contest. I, of course, go first. Every contest I've ever done, I go first. Minus fifth. I always fall. I see you going spot. first. No one wants first. Every contest I've ever done, I've gone first. Yep. So I go first. Uh, I do middling. It's fine. Whatever. And afterwards, they came up to me and like, hey, Russell, hey, Russell. we just want to say you did a great job. You are Thought you are very funny. You have a good rest of your night. Like they said back. that to you. They didn't have even invite you back. Your I was like, so you're gonna try to have sex with John Rummery? You're not gonna have to try. Se- what am I? What's what does he have that, that I don't have? What me? am I not bringing to the table? You're I'm, not even gonna that ask. That is wild. That you're not even gonna ask. Are you kidding you're me? Foreplay? You kidding me? I know I'm a virgin. Foreplay? I fucking crush it, dude. <laughs> I'm smashing. I'm smashing out. I can't believe yeah, you they said didn't that. even ask. That is. It deeply hurt my feelings. Yeah, that would bother me too. That would bother me too. It's because you're not a Pueblonian, dude. You never did. That's not. You never did. That would give them even easier because I know people have come down from Denver and they're like, "You can always stay at our house." Yeah. (laughs) And you didn't even get the invite. They didn't even try. Because you've never done. You never done stand up in a juvenile center, buddy. That's why (laughs) you don't know what it's like. (laughs) I'd make a counter yeller. But you know what? That sucks. Those things do suck, and we all hold those things where it's like, you know, some can be petty. You know, like not. I won't even say that. It's just a fact that it does piss you off, and you don't forget about it. Yeah. So uh, I did that, and then I did the show that we were on, where it was like anything but stand up or whatever. Was and that you, when we? That was the last time we did a show. Yeah. Was that with me and Garrett doing the Santa thing? Santa. No, I think you were oh, a nurse. Another... Oh and my you god! Ate dude. A melted Snickers out of a diaper. And let me tell you about this. Do you you remember? sucked yeah. fat out of a like liposuction fat out of something. I'm like, this is my second ever show, yeah. and it's I have to not do stand up. 
oh, this will be fun. And yeah, then you're like, I'm going to eat fake baby poop out of a diaper. And I'm like, okay, is this what I've, I've done a comedy contest where I got judged by a puppet and now a guy's going to eat a melted Snickers out of a diaper? Okay, can I don't you know if tell, that's exactly what I wanted to do. you remember the context of what I was trying doing? to fuck? What? Did he try to fuck? Did he at least throw you a bone? Yeah, he's like, oh, if you if you're tired, you can come. You can, say, you can <laughs> stay at my condo. It's out of the way. Right? You have to drive 45 so minutes is, south, but mm. you could. You remember this was right before COVID. Yeah. Like we had just heard about like a thing going around, like in like the beginning of a zombie They're movie. Eating bats? What? <laughs> Dude, it was right before the zombie movie started, and I was like, I work in a hospital. I can use that to my advantage and do something about testing all these patients that supposedly had COVID. And I just did nasty, like I ate a, yeah, a diaper of a of a baby that I don't remember the, the entire premise. It went okay from what I remember. It Karen was just no it was so extreme. It was so much. But I, got I you. oh, I also had milk from a uh, I borrowed it from Stacy. I had a milking thing for oh from a mother God. with uh, with breast milk. This is the second show I've second ever done. Second show he's ever done. <laughs> And it was real breast milk. The fact that you decided to keep going after that. (laughs) Is this what what stand-up is? There's so many people who, the first time they ever saw me do stand-up, like, I invite them. I'm like, I'm in a contest. Come watch me do stand-up comedy. So, like, people from church came to Pueblo. Because I'm three. I don't know. So they came down. They watched me get judged (laughs) by a puppet. And then they went to your... Oh, my God. They drove 45 minutes south to see me bomb in front of a puppet. And then... There's people who Dude. that's the only time they've ever seen me, and like that's what they friends and family, and they go, so are you still, still doing, doing puppet stuff? Just so you know, just so you know, we've, yeah, me too. I, I remember inviting people from work at a hospital when I came back after taking several years off. I came back and it was when I did your show at Coors. Mm. I sort of had probably 60 people from work show up and I'm like, oh, this would be great. I decided to ditch anything I ever did telling jokes and said, let's do hospital humor that I had not worked on, which is a part of my set now, but let's do it for the first time. Ate shit for 10 minutes, and now a lot of them will still be like, so how's a stamp? It's the same thing where I'm like, I swear, I don't even tell them, I swear to God, I'm not the same way I was. I swear to God. (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) It's it's like that every time. Good for you. Uh, I gotta ask. <laughs> You're four years into stand up. Yeah. Do you feel like you found your voice yet? No. No. That's dumb. Good answer. Yeah. Who would say yes? I love that. What cocky idiot would say yes? <laughs> okay. Uh, Anybody at three E's? Well, that's two. That's two. We'll that's go for two. Three. We're gonna go for a home <laughs> run Get tonight. another chart. You have a scowl chart. I'm just so- kidding. Three E's. <laughs> You're wonderful. It stands for enjoyment, uh, entertaining, and probably endowment. Maybe. Nice. I don't yeah. know what ent- entanglement. Endowment is the, how big your penis is. Oh, I was thinking of f- financials. <laughs> you know, know that probably makes a difference too. Depending. Uh, yeah. But uh, um, mm. <laughs> I there's always that thing of like <laughs> you know what we're talking about. <laughs> you're always just doing a bad impression of somebody who's yeah. better than you. Yeah. I will notice if I I try not to watch, and I know you're su- like you're supposed to. When you're in stand-up, you're supposed to watch a lot of it, digest it. No, not be in it. I try not to watch it because I will just start doing, like, my mannerisms immediately change. My body language changes. I'll start Dude. using my hands and saying things and, like, spacing out my... Sure. In a way that I've literally never done before. I watch a special Friday night, and then I have a show on Saturday, and now I'm talking exactly like that it guy. And it, yeah. yeah. So I try not to watch it to force myself to be myself. Good. Good. 
Um, and then I see pictures of me where I'm standing like this, and I'm like, I should really watch That is literally your other... stance. You're like Wakanda forever. Yeah, you know? my my wrists do quite a lot. That's one of his jokes. <laughs> did you do you, you know that joke of his? Did you know he's black? He does a whole thing on it. It's great. Oh, oh, you, oh! Is that the thing? Is that the That's racy the thing in this entire set? So stupid. That's the thing. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so like I, I think I was I, right when I I'll said see he was alt right. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> so I think I was right when I said he was alt right. That's all right. I feel like I so should stupid. watch more stand up so that I just like I used to work the stays the stays between us and everybody. Yeah, <laughs> no, only us yeah, and no, our fourteen. Uh, uh, I used to work at Focus on the Family. Oh fuck! What is that? Uh, it's a weird global like ministry in Colorado Springs. It's like technically registered as a, a hate group. What'd you say? I used to date a girl that worked there. Yeah, uh, it's technically a hate group, um, but like growing up in Colorado Springs, <laughs> it's technically a hate group. Growing up in Colorado You've Springs, here, folks. It was just the place where like you would go on field trips, like because okay. they have an indoor play place, they have an ice cream shop. It's just where you go for. <laughs> so I graduated high school and I wanted a job because I wanted to get married. I wanted a job that had benefits. I'm like, sure. what place gives you full benefits out of high school? Focus on the family does. So it's not a nonprofit. So they have it a, is a nonprofit. Okay, so good. they uh, have a they have a playground. Yeah. And an ice cream shop. Yes, they do. Do they have a water fountain? That seems awfully great. They have a, a water fountain. Yes. Okay, I just saw it all happening. Uh, why did I bring this up? What were we just talking about? There's a reason no, I said uh, this. We're finding our voice. Yeah, um, finding your voice. And, and we mentioned three E's. We mentioned uh, of being a fraud. Like, not being a fraud. That was my words. All right. All right. That was a big part of it. No, no, There's no. a reason I brought this up, and I'm not going to remember. But while I'm talking about You said it stays between us. Yeah. I don't remember. You do remember the premise. Okay. It's okay. It'll come back to you. This is this He's is breaking lying. news. I try He's not to talk about it because it's again. technically a hate group. But I want to know. And I worked there for three years. And I don't remember the reason I brought it up. But it partly ties back into finding your voice like so i worked there and then i also worked at comedy works so i would work here full time and then drive up to comedy works and work there as like a bus boy oh, okay i didn't even want to do stand up comedy Are i you just serious? i just really wanted to work at a comedy club oh that's wow amazing. that's a beginning of a literally like a big hero story so basically. i just i just wanted to do it and it wasn't until after i stopped working there that i started doing stand up just cuz like i missed Having stand up all the time. Sure. Um, Can I ask so, who was your motivation by watching that made you think that's pretty cool? Did you have a specific person at solid all? Solid fucking question. Thank you. Like at Comedy Works? Yeah, someone that came, whether pro, local, who did you see where you remember turning around, giving back, the doing the, the, you know, the check drop, and you're like, <laughs> fuck. Like, that is the coolest thing. Or you see him afterwards doing a cool thing. And yeah. Like, this is what I mean, he or she. I mean, like a bunch of people that I have. Uh, uh, you met a lot, I bet. I met a lot of people. Yeah. I don't think any of them remembered me. Yeah, that's how I felt. Um, because I was also like, they don't want to talk to me. Yeah, that's how like, I feel. So other people, like, especially if it's like a big celebrity comedian, all of the staff would like go and get a picture with them and yeah. all that stuff. And I'd go like, you they don't, don't want to talk to me. Yeah, you don't want to be that. So I would actively ignore people. Um, but some of the, like, all the like Denver guys who are like, at the time, my Kamek, which is funny now because we hang out, and I, Sweetest I, guy. the first show I ever went there before I started working there, like you should go see a show and see if you like it and see if you want to work here. I saw him win New Faces, I'm like, oh, now we, now we hang out. That's funny. But like, now we Mike, hang out. Uh, cool. David Rodriguez was super funny and very nice to me. Sam Talent, super nice, very funny. Sam, always nice to me. Um, I even saw him like three years later 
I was just like saying hi to him. He's like, Russell, right? You used to work at Comedy Works? I'm like, oh, Jesus, how do you remember that? That's crazy. Like, uh, he, by that point, he was probably big, and we remember doing the shittiest rooms with him. This was right before out. he was big. So he did he did three E's, sold 12 tickets. I believe it. Mark they, it down. I believe uh, it, though, because <laughs> because it wasn't a big name then, but they were hiring, and I, they just started. So. Right. So um, I thought about that. Yeah, actually. so it was like, I think, and then like six months later, his book came out or whatever. Wow. Um, but yeah, so like, there's a oh, bunch dude. of yeah. I I could they keep listing Rife names. Like, there's a bunch of Denver people that I met. Like Jordan Dahl, who now I think is in L.A. He was super nice, super funny, super funny. Jordan to me. Dahl was the other one. He's the, he. It was him and John Chris that beat me in that the uh, new faces. Yeah, yeah, you came in third. Yeah, I, I was. I was trying to. This is dumb. I was trying to come up with a spreadsheet the other day because I just want to see like who all has won. And I was trying to like list it out. Wow, it's really impossible to find that information on like who has won every year. I've got it down to I think 2009 is the year I'm missing. Do you do you have a lot of spare time on your hands? Yeah, <laughs> I actively dislike my job right now. Uh, I you hate went down it. The do, you, list. do you work from home? Half the, it's like hybrid model. Oh, okay. but I hate my job, and so I spend a lot oh, of time doing other things. I'm actively miserable. Um, That's what I do at my job every day. I'm writing commercials at my job. Your yeah. job is important. My job, no, sometimes, she knows for a fact, unless I'm actively saving someone's life, I am writing a commercial. Oh, I shouldn't say this out loud. No, I'm always working hard. <laughs> I'm leaving my job. I can talk about hating it. If, you're, if you're planning on staying there, you should... Uh, Shut up. Well, you what know what they brought you me. Your in... job for are you gonna go full time? Are you gonna try to pursue full time? No way. Uh, Ew. Just <laughs> no, I just got a new boom. job. Um, it is crazy to think like. Uh, oh well, before I start talking about so um, working at Comedy Works, working at Focus on the Family, it was such a weird dynamic yes. of like, I'm the bad boy of Focus on the Family. <laughs> You're the rebel. But at Comedy Works, I'm the goody two-shoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm not pretending to be one way of, like, I'm the same, but, like, I'd never seen people do cocaine before. And, like, at Comedy Works, just ripping lines. And, like, do you want to do cocaine? I'm like, I'm actually not super interested. It's actually really sad watching you do that. It makes me bummed out to watch you do coke. And then I'll go to Focus on Are the you Family. Serious? And I got in trouble for heresy. Because I would like make a joke about the Bible, and then people would be like, "Your your employees being heretical," and I would get a talking to from my supervisor. Heard that word since like Sunday school. <laughs> that is so crazy. It's so weird to get heresy. written up for heresy like professionally. That is hilarious. Uh, so yeah, I was the bad boy of I mean, all the good people, but I was the good boy of all the bad people. Uh, and so I'm like, I th that would be like as much as I've found my voice at all. <laughs> That's as far as I've made. But you know what? It's I like, love that. I'm the I'm the worst. I want to be the the edgy ew. I want to be the the worst clean ew, comedian. The worst. Yucky. I want to be like the the meanest. That's, I want to tell jokes about slavery and be the clean comedian. Do you understand <laughs> that? That's not only a voice, but that's like a funny. That's a good premise, though, because that's who you're identifying and laughing at it at the same way. You're like, what am I? Yeah. Am I this guy ripping what lines or am I? <laughs> But I'm but, trying to like I I I get stuck in like doing a character yeah. even sometimes like I especially now that I've written newer jokes sure you you can watch me like be the character in my older jokes come out of it for newer stuff and then like go back I've into seen you do it that. so I'm trying to get out of that just to like talk like Russell and not like this wacky dude or whatever but yeah I feel like I'm funnier when I'm like off the cuff a little bit more and more sure. natural instead of like it's coming buttoned from up and yeah. uptight but. Yeah, I'm still so yeah. I have no idea. I'm still trying to figure it out. But 
I, I feel like when I'm on stage, I definitely I tap into that character because I have way more confidence on stage than I do anywhere else. Because like, I get off stage, people come around me. I'm like this like soft like, oh, thank you for coming. I really yeah, appreciate it. And then like on stage, I'm just like. I will fuck you. <laughs> it's a big but, part of the act. But you know what? Like, realizing <laughs> it and talking about it, I remember, like, talking so many times about it, I'll feel like a fraud, which I think a lot of comics are, because we're trying to find this voice, we do this thing. But then when you are in that moment, when you're off the cuff and you're being you, getting, giving a genuine moment, you not only, not only if it goes well, you know, people like it, but you're like, that was really me. So yeah. it does sit well better with you and you appreciate you and you kind of, for a second, be like, okay, maybe that's, Maybe that's me. Maybe I should stick to it. It's hard to do yeah. that. And when you went back to like talking about like you don't want to watch a special or someone, I've heard so many. I'm such a fan of the game that like I've watched so many guys give that same kind of speech where it's like I can't watch David Tell or Stephen Wright because I end up talking like I right. do it. And I think we're all guilty of that. I like how many times do we do like talking about Rodney. Like we're big. We're big fans of all these guys too. But you're right. I can't watch too much of it because I will catch myself doing uh i don't know just a a little way about it just a little way about that even just that reminded me what i brought up focus on the family for i told you come back i was giving tours so like someone comes and i show them around the building and i give you a whole presentation or whatever um and when i first started my boss was like hey russell you (laughs) stand too gay (laughs) you stand too gay you have a weak handshake and so my, my like You're boss who was a grandmother was so like, stupid. I would be practicing for her, and she's like, broaden your hips, hips. You're tilted to one side. Bring your hips in. Broad shoulders. Can't have another Ted Haggard. She would have me like shake her hand, and she's like, no webs. You gotta go web to web. You gotta grab hands. Like uh, you, you're too. You act Russell. too gay. You gotta be straighter this when you're giving whole... these tours, and people are gonna this start thinking things handshake. about us. Might be gay. Sorry. This, this is my. Uh, oh tickle, yeah. Make them feel uncomfortable. Tickle, tickle the palm. palm. You get in there. <laughs> you know, a little. When they have, when they have so many hands like this, you get in there and you get in there a little deeper. You should be like, I don't know, web to web's a little gay. And then just do the whole vibe. <laughs> no, you should have pulled in your boss and given him a kiss. Like, I'm sorry, I don't know. <laughs> what was that? Was that? Did he hate that? Hey, Russell's old boss. How do you feel about that? <laughs> old? She I doesn't know what a podcast she's is. Dead. She's. Oh yeah, she's. She's being, seventy. Um, oh, well, that's that explains why she well, feels that she could be gone. It's hilarious that they like just to hear that. What year was this? Uh, twenty. When did I start twenty fifteen. No, she could still be alive. Twenty sixteen. No, she's alive. Oh, yeah, very but, much so. But yeah, I was too. I acted too gay. Wow. At focus on the family. You know how many times she's told me that too. Where like the sound of her like p- friends will be like, oh, I thought you were you were gay when I first met you. I'm like, I oh, think that's, that's the hair or the way I am. Yeah, my pet. My pe- my pe- <laughs> but it's, but so it's one thing when your boss tells you that's hilarious. You're though. gonna get written up if you keep bending oh, your wrist. You're gonna get in trouble for <laughs> that. Crazy. Dude, hate crime, hate crime all day. I can't believe they said that. Bend my wrist. You should see me bend this ass. Very good. <laughs> Karen's gonna get out of here, so I gotta make sure that I don't uh, are you fuck up anything. She's gonna have dinner with some friends. Oh, I gotta go. So our producer, our producer is gonna be leaving, unfortunately. So if uh, all, if all goes to hell, we're screwed. Yeah. Thank you for your help. What are you having for dinner? She's having old Chicago, dude. Gross. And if you don't like deep fried this or that, then it's probably not the place for you. It's not the place for me. I love I love you. Uh, 
God, you just end so it right there. Sh- I love you. I love <laughs> no, you. But the truly, <laughs> there's so many things where we've been gone for four weeks and we're like, we got to talk about this, talk about that. And it doesn't even matter to me anymore because we just got so deep in like a lot of people, especially from the community, reached out and said, hey, man, I love you talking about this and that. It's just relatable to a lot of comics. Jason Wilhite, shout out, Jason Wilhite, who I've known for over 10 years, who doesn't know who I am. Uh, he does know. He, he invited, he wanted me to invite you to Oscar Blues this Sunday for the new regime to roll He's really out. bad about getting back to me on stuff. Oh, interesting. So that's what you said when you do it on Sunday. Yeah. Fuck, well, I get off at 6.30, so. Boom. But anyways, and that's this Sunday? That's this Sunday. At Oscar, Oscar Blues, Blues? In the basement? Yes. I oh, think our headliner is uh, Charlie McMullen. Okay. Which, oh, but I think our host is Austin Brinker. And John Bueno. Which makes it so much Dude, sweeter. We talked about that. So let's get into it, Don't guys. Don't forget about little John Bueno, my little boy. Oh, he's there too, yes. John He'll Bueno, there. hard worker, man. I love but it. But Austin, yeah, I think they switch off every other week, though. <laughs> oh, is that how it works? I think so. But okay. I, just, I love that Austin's doing f- it now. Oh. <laughs> That is just, that's the garnish on top, having <laughs> oh, Austin Brinker. So for those of you who don't know, Oscar Blues is a place that was lost to a recent host of it. And it's it sucks. The poor guy's had it for several years. Fuck him. But what I wanted to bring out real quick. I actually won't try to uh, try to like deal with Matt Gabriel in person. Because he won't book you. So no, because he'll fucking pepper spray me. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'll, he'll spray you. This is a theme. That. So I have a thing I just wanted to bring up, you guys. So this is the ghost podcast this was made. This is days past that Matt Gabriel has not paid me um, <laughs> since the last time he's hired me to do Oscar Blues. So as of today, it's been 233 days since the last show I did for him. Uh, hasn't done it. And then I told uh, Garrett, hey, buddy. He hasn't paid me. I think I might bring it up. This was a week ago, and he said, bring it up. And then all of a sudden, Matt texted me and said, hey, dude, what's your Venmo? I was like, damn it. Still hasn't paid me after I gave him my Venmo. So now it's been 10 days since that that last one. So I haven't been paid for two of his shows. But my favorite part about it was he asks me like the day before, like Saturday or Sunday, can you do this? And I'm like, are you usually really reliable? I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I had to do a couple weekends for someone that I love who pays great. Who puts Mel Clemma. Mel Clemma, who puts me on these wonderful Comedy shows. Comedy Godmother. Comedy Godmother. <laughs> so I said, hey, man, sorry I got booked to do this. And he's like, oh. And he brings up a specific producer and says, yeah, she paying you shit? And I said, yeah, she actually pays me really fucking good, which she doesn't need to. Well, she actually pays you at all. She yeah. pays Even you. Even if she didn't pay oh, well. Oh, Any money is more than zero money. Is paying is. But yeah. also, I will leave the venue with money. I will get Venmo as soon as she... I bet she would pay out of her own pocket if she had to. But one, first of all, when I, I don't even give a shit about that. I didn't give a shit about money until maybe it was you. Somebody sat me down and said, you should get paid. Uh, if you're doing it and you've agreed to... Yeah, I used amount. to turn down money. Because I was just like, I'm so lucky just to get to do this. But I remember having a talk with someone and it was like... You know, you're right. But anyways, so not only do I get paid, uh, I get I get asked to be on a show that crushes. She puts, she works fucking hard. She does promotion. She'll put herself out there. When she goes out there, she will happily take a bullet if she had to. Does or, not pepper spray other people. She doesn't pepper <laughs> spray. So I go up to do Oscar Blues two weeks ago. Uh, I show up there. We have it on video. It is 6.15. Show starts at 6.30. We're the only people down there. We are the only people I said, honey, get a picture of me. So I go up there and I start talking, doing a joke, and she just pans and sees no one in the crowd. And I'm like, <laughs> it's fine, guys. It's raining pretty good, huh? Things can change. Uh, 6.30 comes around. There's nobody there. Things did not change. I, I run into a producer. I run a produ- producer there, and he's like, uh, it's probably the rain. I'm like, yeah, rain stops people from 
like walking uh-huh. downstairs because it's packed upstairs. And anyways, so it's about ready to go on. He pushes it late. It's and then the headliner, who I won't say her name, this headliner is a Denver girl who is amazing. She has a zillion subscribers, good podcasts, all that stuff. And uh, anyway, so she's about to come So on. you say all the positive stuff about her, but you won't <laughs> her mention handle her. handle is this, <laughs> but I won't say her name out loud. I forgot her last name, so I feel really bad. But it's Morgan. But she, anyways, Morgan Wolf? Is that what it is? No, I don't know. Anyway, so anyways, uh, finally, uh, what, what do you think a host should do? How much time on a show where you need people to come downstairs, come to the show? How much time do you think you should do? Probably 45 minutes. 45 uh, minutes? If it, Probably, hey, I think. If he needs them. No, but you need them. You need to do your job and get people down there. People, uh, people. Oh, okay, my bad. I, it was like, why? No, and realistically, no, but what you need to do, what you need to do, is do your job. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, uh, anyways, so he said we'll probably go up and. It's a special moment. Okay. I don't even know what that was for. It was nice because you deserve it. So, <laughs> so he goes up there and he uh, he says I'll probably go up in five minutes. I'm like, there's no one here, and he's like, yeah, you know. Anyways, some people show up, and it was one of those feelings where you're like, they didn't know there's a comedy show. Of course. like sandwiches being shoved into faces in the front row. People are spread out. So he goes up and he's like, oh, he grabs me. They haven't started yet. And he's like, hey, come back, come back in the back or whatever. And I'm like, why do you need me here? You're going to go up and do time. Like, I don't need to be stuck back here for a minute. He's like, he's like, honestly, I might just do a couple minutes. I'm like, why? And he's like, see if they suck. So you're going to bring me on cold? I said that. I was like, so you're just going to bring me up cold? He just goes, he goes up there. It's fine. Does his thing, whatever. But the thing I love, and I do appreciate this about Matt Gabriels, he has no problem sitting in silence. He loves making it awkward for other people. Until he, when he goes up there and. There's people, a great quality for a host to have. He's great a, he's quality. A really making people feel. The, really make it wildly uncomfortable before anyone else gets up. So that's what it was. It wasn't getting him ready, it was his him just doing his time, mm. not hosting. Goes up there, does not go well, not because of his material, but because. They did not. They weren't ready for a comedy show. Whatever, brings me on, and I was so pissed that he did two, three minutes, that I just sat on the table in the front and just did. Screw my set. They don't care about that. So I just talked to people fifteen minutes, try to work in some jokes here and there. That was the thing. But I was so pissed because the comic after me went on, and afterwards she was like, "Fucking com." That's all she said when she saw me just tank for fifteen minutes. Go. I guess that's fucking comedy. I'm like, "Yep." She was really sweet about it. And she goes on, and she does her best stuff. Because she even said it. This is my best stuff. And this, you guys are a bunch of assholes. So yeah. funny to hear that. Oh, she was doing it in her way where it was just like, um, we're having fun. Some people were having, we're having it. Fun. We're having a good time. We're having a good time. <laughs> it was so funny to see her just like call out the audience. Because they, no audience is wrong. I get it. But they sucked. They, uh, they weren't having fun. <laughs> but anyways, it wasn't just them. But it was one of those things where after that, um, no, hey, sorry, guys. It was just that's how the second to last show went, and still have not gotten paid for that. So, if you can reach back to me, Matt Gabriel, my uh, Twitter handle, my Instagram, my Facebook is all the same person that you've been talking to. So, if you can reach out to me, so that's an experience. Do you that have any grievances happen. with Matt Gabriel? No, with anybody. Here's oh, your okay. chance to air them. This, you don't have to, but this is something that I've never talked about, and I was pretty upset uh you guys told me beforehand like hey we're gonna air (laughs) grievances and i'm like that will make me wildly uncomfortable and i'll feel deeply upset and guilty about it (laughs) you gotta let that go Uh, no 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 because you know why we don't want to burn bridges um and that's also the thing we have uh we do have a not a i don't want to say a lesson to be learned yeah he can float pretty well as you can see that's good (laughs) uh 
I don't Matt Gabriel. I haven't just seen him you. in a long time. But he used to when I first started would fully like just pull the hair on the back of my neck. What? And he has a, just he has a tug at it. it, and I'd be like, "Ow, I don't like that." And he would go, "Look, everyone, he's annoyed. He's so annoyed right now. I'm. I got him." Was he doing a Trenton Cotton impression or what? That's See, this so is what I weird. <laughs> he would that, just like middle school bully me. Yeah, yeah, that's very, and then go. That's very weird. And then go, "Look, everybody, he's annoyed." <laughs> and I'm like, "Right, because you're like." Yanking on my hair. It doesn't feel good. Why don't you hit me in the balls next? I don't like that. That's so weird. And he's like, I got under his skin. I got him, guys. See, I'm in his head right now. He might have been trying to manipulate for a show for the reason of making you I didn't even have a show back then. I was like months in. I was at my house. He just came over and did it. uh, That's weird, though. Yeah. So that was... I didn't like that, and so I don't really see him or spend time with him. You guys don't hang out? Has he ever booked you to do Oscar Blues? No, and then miraculously, That's he so doesn't dumb. book Oscar Blues anymore, and now I will be there uh, July 16th, Guys, uh, featuring July 16th. for Hannah Jones. I think it's July Fuck, 16th. they got it's some people. Good I'd for you. Have, uh, have yeah, you worked with so, Hannah? You know. As soon as he's gone, doing stand-up in Colorado Springs four years, as soon as he's gone, I get booked, finally, <laughs> at Oscar Blues. You know what's funny is a lot of those people, I asked Morgan... Have you done the show before? She's like, I don't even know who he is. <laughs> she doesn't. He You're right, July 16th. Boom, baby. I oh, know my days. So, Will Height, by the way, wanted to give a shout out. Uh, we were talking about some. This was a show that went on in Denver before you were starting, but it was a big Denver show. We talked about. Do you know who Chris Sharpentier is? Yeah. Sharpie. So, Sharpie and Elliot Woolsey, who runs uh, New Talent Night. Mm-hmm. They were doing a, a show called Argu- Arguments and Grievances, where they would have two of these pro comics go up against each other in a battle of it would be like is this where it's like philosophy versus science yeah they have i've watched the videos on youtube YouTube. i'm like oh this is a bygone era of comedy in colorado so funny but you know you you and i are the uh, the uh, the few that still like watch that love it have you but you need to watch the one with chris charpentier playing ventriloquism versus magic and elliot doesn't say a word and he plays the uh (laughs) <laughs> he plays the uh, ventriloquist and he brings up Charpentier with lines drawn on his face <laughs> and he's the dummy. Funny. Dude, it is the half an hour of the funniest thing, especially That's he seen Elliot just like throw him on his lap. <laughs> but anyways, Will Height reached out to me today and said, dude, that's what this show was. I was yelling it at you. It's called Arguments and Grievances. But the fact that he reached out and all that was pretty fucking cool. Mm. The number one, like, He's like another Dave Caldwell that's just like... Yeah, he's just a huge comedy fan. Huge comedy fan that people yeah. love. So I, I was- told Manny before we started, I don't know if you were here, but uh, when Sam Talent's book came out, I got four copies of it for Christmas. <laughs> people just kept, were like, you like this, right? It's a comedy kept book. Buying, so I had you four like books. This. That's awesome. So I just gave them... I went on like the Colorado Springs subreddit and it was like, hey, I got these books. Does anyone want a copy of this book described in my house? Come pick it up. <laughs> Please, I don't Please. know what to do with these. I don't know and what to do. He was a stranger on the internet who was like, I want that book. I'll come get it. So he, he just came to my house, picked up a book, Jason. and now I've known him for like three years. <laughs> he came into your house, though. He did not come into oh, my domicile. But yeah, he's he's that guy that's just comfortable I had with to people. take him to Denver. Like He went to Denver with me for a show once. Like, I'm taking it, like How'd it go? He, uh, it was good. Um, my very first show at Thunder and Buttons, he, that was the very first time I ever met him. He walked up to me and called me a hack. Oh, my like, God. Damn. Wait, tell me the scenario. Tell me the scenario. He was fighting uh, serious, too. Uh, he was. He was absolutely being serious. He's that serious. kind of guy. I, I hadn't gone <laughs> on stage yet. And uh, Ryan Dunn had just died. He got in that car accident and shit killed him. I was like, more like Ryan 
well done or something. <laughs> That's a good and he's show. like, you're a fucking hack. And I was like, oh, God pissed. damn. First time I met uh, Jordan Dahl, I always thought, you look just like Ryan Dunn, too. They kind of do look similar. They do look, yeah. But I didn't say that joke to a fan of Jackass, obviously. When I was trying to first find a venue for Pikes Punks, uh, one of the, I was just messaging anybody. And one of the first places I messaged was Thunder Buttons. I'm like, hey, would you guys be interested in a comedy show? And they responded to me. And they're like, yeah, we used to have one here. It was garbage all the time. It was always terrible. So we don't do comedy anymore. That's and I was always, I was always wondering who that was. So <laughs> I guess that was you. So you they, burned, you burned Thunder and Buttons on ever having a comedy show. It was I guess. Garrett. It was just Wait, your did, ten minutes every once a month that fucked Whoa, the show. That's not true. I no, was, it's not. He were joking. He wasn't his show. I, I was the only person to ever get a fucking encore there. Yeah, yeah. He's the only person. He went to every single show there ever was. Uh, man, he he sometimes does comedy. <laughs> he does it from time to time. He's, Garrett he's, too. He sometimes does comedy too. It's when he gets booked in two months from now. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> This is this isn't how we're supposed to do. We're supposed to love each other. You're supposed to be I, sweet. I, I fucking yeah. Anyways, I hope you enjoy your new hat. So uh, we were doing. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of so, scratchy. But Thunder and Buttons was a. It was the first place where we like. Was it your first place too? Where we ever started at? It was the first mic. No. It wasn't your first one. Where no. was your first? Oh, the Pueblo. Yeah. Legends or something. Downtown bar. Downtown bar. Duh. But yeah, dude, T&B was like a place where a lot of people were born. Dude, it used to be so fucking packed because they do a It was a fun place. And it would be huge. Denver Comics coming down. Denver like Comics 20 people down, It was more. massive. Yeah, massive. And that mic would go until they fuck it, until closing time. Yeah. We've had like 50-some people on that mic. Three-minute spots, but dude, so when they say that, maybe in the later years when it was a different... That was Kevin Schroeder fat years. That was a Kevin Schroeder fat Tim McKenna years. Uh, but it was... Yeah, it was just a long time ago. That's when Tim had shit going for him. Oh, I don't know who any of these people That's are. Yeah, it's Tim, good. It's Tim good. he's wonderful. He's doing great, man. This is like you guys talking about rotary phones. And they've yeah. been like, do you know what this is, young man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who any of these people are. Which is crazy, because the lifespan of comedy is so quick. I've, only, I've been doing it 11 years, and it has moved fast. I have seen so many people come and go. Like People that should have stayed have called it quits. And people that should have called it quits are still somehow wheeling on. I'm trying, dude. <laughs> three <laughs> or four is. decades into it. I When I first started, I told people, like, if I am not, if I don't feel like I'm getting consistent laughs in this, I think I said in, like, three months. Like, if I'm not feeling like I have some uh, inherent ability to do this, right. I'm going to quit. And then I said something like, if I don't get paid to do this in the first year, I'm going to quit. Hmm. Whatever it was. And everybody was like, no, you have to believe in yourself. You have to try. You have to want it. You have to... And I was like, no. I believe mean, that yourself. is me believing in myself. Is yeah. me saying, if I'm not good at this, I'll quit. You're setting and then, tangible expectations right. for yourself. Um, and like, no, regardless of how the audience responds to you, you always have to keep doing it. I'm like, no, that sounds bad. <laughs> and now I'm four years in and I see people who are eight years in. I'm like, you're still bad. You should have given up. You should have set some goals for yourself. Of like, if people don't laugh at my jokes, I don't want to do this anymore. But a lot of people that do stand up also aren't people that think of uh, no setting goals and all right. that. It's just doing it. But you're right. I have I have all the appreciation for people that are doing it for the love of the game, not thinking about that. Even Johnny talked about that. Johnny was a guy who's like made milestone parts of his career, crushing, headlining, and all that. Doesn't think about like 
I don't know if he. I don't know if it's something he just keeps in this back of his head with his goals, but he's just doing it for the love of the game and still like the, enjoys. He focused so much on the art of it. I don't. I feel like he doesn't think about his next goal. He's just. He and he talked about that too. <laughs> no, Johnny's so interesting because he is like purely He's about so the art form. About the art form, and he he relies on it because it does its work. Yeah, but also you know he's also someone who's been doing it for you know whatever 11, 12 years. So I think part of it too is also like, and I don't think I'm saying anything that Johnny wouldn't also say, but it's like I've lost. He's lost the light in his eyes. He's like I don't have to set goals because there is no goals because this whole thing is vain and dumb. You're right though. Right, but. Just even, Whereas I'm still bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and like I only get to go out and do comedy once a week because I have a wife and kid. Right. So like it's still like new and shiny to me, and so like oh I want to set goals and I want to do things. Whereas once you've been doing this for twelve years, and like I'm not going to do like I'll drive up to Denver for a twenty-dollar show and do fifteen minutes, sure. open the show, do bad, drive home, and I'm still like wow comedy I got baby. This Whereas like you're like I won't drive to Denver for a two-minute set. Uh, I see that. I've but, I've like, done it. Too many times. It doesn't mean anything that I want it to mean. I just, I don't know. Like, I say, I say that, <laughs> but like, like, Manny keeps, he's like, well, if you do it, I'll do it. Let's just, and I'm like, he's, I'm kind of getting coerced. And then I'm like, my brain is like, well, take it, just think of it as like a challenge. Start over and do it all over again. Get back up there. Mm. I'm like, oh, I don't like, I hate video games that do that. They give you all the powers up front and then they take <laughs> them away and you're like, earn them back face the struggle and you're like fuck i hate the struggle that's the worst part of everything oh. but yeah it is something too of like yeah i, I just me being... trying to hold you accountable <laughs> yeah. i mean no, i'm not even saying that way where it's like you don't like when i'm like just fucking do it oh no I, i've said i'm for that cool well i i Your li- listening skills are shit i was also focused on that that's my fault but i uh i love and i swear th- to god th- i this, love him it's true <laughs> Behind behind all this stuff and like the wiry like crackhead like I really do love people behind that, but I'm the kind of guy it might be selfish of me where I love when somebody calls me out and kicks me in the ass for the sake of better, so I can't help it because I love Garrett like a brother where I'm like hey, just fucking do it. I don't know if you love that all the way, but it's nice to have someone just like no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, See, but, it's fine though. It's but fine when, it, when it's reversed <laughs> and I'm like, hey man, you should use this like. When you ask me for advice, I'm like, oh, yeah, try this, this, and this. And you're like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to do it. What? Like what? Stand up? Yes. In like, a bit? fuck this guy. In my set? <laughs> yes. Tell me the last time you saw me do my set. I don't even fuck. I don't See? Know. Fucking I do it all the time. No, but you, you'll, you'll tell me. You'll give me updates oh, of like, oh. uh, I didn't use that. I decided I'd go with this instead. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm fucking done. Dude, I use so much stuff that we wrote about my brothers. I'm not going to use all your shit because it's in your you words. To- Garrett does stand up in his words. I'll use mine in mine, but I use I use the hell. I hate him. He I wants me to do his act. Him. Do you do you feel uncomfortable right now? Yes. Good. I hate this. <laughs> Any amount be- of conflict, <laughs> it's, I dislike wildly. Oh. It's the best part of it. I, I don't like any take- any amount of not getting along. And it's not even like loving. from a like I loving learned- perspective. It's a purely selfish. I don't like the feeling, and I don't, I so don't it's want funny. you to fight in front of me. When we talked about this, I we talked about um, t- I, some kind of grievance. And I told him, I think I'd feel bad putting him in that scenario. And Garrett said, I think... Uh, no, I said, I don't want him to feel awkward in that scenario. Garrett said, I think it would make you feel awkward to see him feel awkward. <laughs> and he's so right. To feed off funny. the energy of me being sad? <laughs> don't be sad. Because you know why? Because we're doing a new segment now called... 
Lost in the sauce. Lost in the sauce. I said I got lost in the sauce. Gotta get lost in the sauce. I'm gonna get get lost in the sauce. I would rather you guys fight than do that again. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> damn. If you could scream at each other again, that would be preferable. I <laughs> mean, I love Manny. I love Manny like a brother. I would totally get stabbed for him. Oh, that's a reference. You can. That's a reference he doesn't know yet. But that's true. His brother. I remember the stab to death. Um, thanks for bringing it up again. He, Russell, okay, he wasn't stabbed to death, but he was nah, stabbed. No, he was like, He wasn't. <laughs> so, hey, why, it, why was why a, it was a handful. Him? It was a handful. Uh, literally about nine. Two handfuls. <laughs> you, uh, you explain to him the game and I'll get the toys. Okay, so uh, Lost in the Sauce. Did you bring your stories? I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was like two truths and a lie kind of thing. So I brought options, but I think right. I may have done it wrong. That's fine. No, that's it's great. great. Every, nobody gets it perfectly right and it makes it fun. Uh, so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to provide you with, I'm going to give you a story. You tell me if it was true or fake. If you get it right, you get the not-so-spicy hot sauce. Who are given to us by our sponsors, Rick D. Simone with Quarantine Project, y'all. Quarantine Project hot sauce. So no matter if I get it right yeah, or not, I'm still eating sauce. some hot sauce. Yeah. Great. Which is, a, it's a fantastic hot sauce. It's a wonderful hot sauce. Rick D. Simone. Rick D. Simone. Hot sauce. So, uh, who's about, Rick D. Simone? Who's who is Rick D. Simone? Tell, tell the viewers a little works. bit about Rick D. Simone. He does. He, he owns comedy works. No, that's windy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Rick D. Simone, he, he used to be a stand-up. I think occasionally he still does it. He's based out of Denver. Um, really funny dude. Honestly, though, like uh, He's hilarious. Quarantine started, and he was like, "I'm gonna make a hot sauce," which is the sure best enough, project to work he on. Fucking did it. And it's amazing. This was his sourdough starter. Mm-hmm. This was his thing. Some people started like, uh, uh, you know, marshmallows, and he started this. So, anyways, if it make you feel better, we'll start it off. Want me to start it off? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So I'm gonna give you. Wait, we did it a different way. I'm gonna give it uh, three options or two options, and you guys guess which one's a lie, which one's the truth, which, or should I just give one story at a time and see? Just do one story. At All time. right. So this is uh, our first story. Let's start it off a little hot. Submarine for the Titanic happens to go down also. That was the wrong one. Never mind. TikToker fakes his own death to find out who cares and shows up at the funeral. Was this true or false? Yeah, that probably happened. I feel like that's That lacks empathy. Yeah. yeah, he for sure yeah, yeah, did. Yeah. For sure. Tell me you wouldn't talk to him again. If that he sounds fucking... like a cliched thing, but it's that's not... like why a TikToker would do it. Because like, I don't have any original that's ideas. That's pleasure, though. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's true. Like... Literally, you'd be like, well, did Gary say anything nice about me? He's so fucking shallow, but he's so shallow. We're like, I would, I would do that if I could get away with it. I don't th- I think it would make me... I think to see the results, it's like, would I rather read someone's, like, do you want the superpower to read people's thoughts? No, I no. think it would deeply affect me in an unhealthy, even a single negative comment, I would not be able to stop thinking about it. Yeah. That's how we are, though. That's, yeah, that's so I would rather, own... like, some people be like, oh, I want to know if they like me or not. How would that not cripple you for life? To know what everybody thinks about you honestly all the time. Your wife gets up there and she was like, I've been cheating on him. He deserved it. I know what he did. And you're like, hey, babe, I just, I'm coming home tonight. So. <laughs> it's a truth. So here you go. You get picky, Ricky, the not as hot one. You did it. And you did pretty good yourself there, partner. And chew right into the microphone. Hey, it's, these things are great, by the way. Just in case. These things will catch it all. all right. They can hear your heartbeat. All right, G-Thang, go ahead and start that it That is nice. Oh, there we go. See, that is thank nice. you, Quarantine Project, for making a really good hot sauce. It's yeah, not, that's this yummy. one is hotter to me than the habanero, which is weird, but we'll find out. 
Man watched porn as he masturbated over a captured seagull. Tomo, I have a lot of questions. He captured the seagull? Yeah. And masturbated to porn while captured? While, yeah, over it. That is so much weird information. I want to say it's true, but I feel like you've probably done something where it's like, <laughs> it was actually a crow, idiot. It wasn't a pigeon. Yeah, I'm not fucking disgusting. It wasn't. I'm not fucking disgusting. You know? I think the concept is true, but I feel like you changed one word and I'm going to regret it, but I'll say that's true. You're going to regret it. The cock of a hawk. I'm going to say um, false. I'm going to say false. Uh, it's true. Fuck! And no, the only thing I omitted was the location. <laughs> okay. Sunderland man watched porn as he mastered. We're Sunderland. That would make so much more sense. I'm glad you. I'm like, how do you catch us? Like, what did? <gasps> happens every show. <laughs> you got this. Show. That was a lot. <laughs> that was quite a bit. That was a substantial <laughs> amount. Yeah. On this beautiful carpet too. <laughs> it's a great this beautiful rug. antique carpet. Oh, did you see what I added? I got a bear rug. I killed oh, did it you? two years ago. Oh, fantastic. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Russell, your turn, buddy. You oh, got to give me God. a chip. I got to get a chip. Oh, you want, you want it here? I'll give you a yeah, chip. Yeah, I won. I oh, um, this is my favorite. Pentagon. Uh, the Pentagon is a backing a program to train honeybees to sniff for explosives. Wait, say that one more time after you eat your chip. Oh, you got too much there, buddy. Let it happen. Get the booty shit clapping. The Pentagon is backing a program to train honeybees to sniff for explosives. Is the answer you got hot sauce on your shirt? I'm very sorry about this. I have a Tide pen. This shirt is so greased. Don't worry about it. It's your grease shirt? Yeah, this is my grease shirt. My wife's not home. I can wear my grease shirt around. I got my new Playboy shirt. I can't afford hot sauce on this. It's all I'll wear. I'm going to say true. Uh, say it again. The Pentagon <laughs> is backing a program to train bees to sniff for explosives. Yeah, that that sounds so real. It is true. Man. Yeah. Bees. Yeah, they, it Dude, takes them two hours. Bees? I feel that people are killing they them. They capture bees. It only takes them two hours to train them to sniff for explosives. What? Um, and then once they do it, they can just release the bees. It doesn't like affect them permanently. They just let them out the back door. Yep, so they capture bees, train them, sniff for explosives. They roll a little robot filled with bees. Up to a uh, up to the explosive, and if it's proboscis, little tongue comes out. They're like, "That's an explosive." Shut up! And then they just get the bees back and they just release them back into the wild. You knew so much about this, I would swear you worked for the government. <laughs> you were starting this. How did you know all that? Because I was, was looking good. up. I had to find something, and it... oh my god, dude, this is. Are you not dying? No, it's fine. Oh, okay, good. It's a little spicy. I'm from New Mexico. This is dumb. All right, guys. I shouldn't do the same thing. Um, Ecuadorian woman who woke up during her wake dies seven days later in a hospital. Damn. I want to say false just because it's been three truths in a row. I will say it's and My true. brain's you tricking me. You would be me. surprised how often we just give real answers on this show. <laughs> this is fucking true and it just happened. Lady Lurie knocked on her coffin. They found her unconscious, or they found her, like, just barely breathing, and they're like, oh shit, maybe we shouldn't have called this so soon. Take her to the hospital and she dies. They could have saved her life if they just checked the first time. <laughs> this poor lady, 79 years old, dies. Ah, it was Sucks. her time anyways. It's her time to go. That was the thing. I mean, I'm probably not saying anything interesting or different, but when people would die of COVID, it's like, he died of COVID. It's like, oh my God, how old was he? He was like 94 years old. Oh he's God, like, no, he's just, he's just died. 
That was you don't really will... die of anything at 94. You just pass die. away. Oh, dude. Like, and, like, I, I was around it, so I did, like, see, like, how it... Anyways, yeah, a lot of older people that were going to be taken out by the flu were taken out by it. Right. God dang, you're right. My favorite name for COVID-19 was Boomer Remover. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked up. My dad was so pissed off about it, and I was just like... Mm. My grandpa died during COVID, not of COVID, but he died during the quarantine. And uh, it was the first dead body I ever saw. That was pretty cool. I'll give you actually. We'll uh, skip this one. You get the next one. And uh, he like he did this thing where he'd always pretend to die. He was in like hospice care, and so he would trick the nurses or like my dad or my aunt or my uncle, and he would like pretend to die all the time. That was very funny. Hilarious. And then what? One time my dad showed up. He went over to his dad. And he was like, "Hey, dad, how are you?" And he's like, "Oh, good. Okay, okay. I'm gonna go talk to Bonnie and Joe real quick." So we went and talked to My his, sis- his sister and brother-in-law for like five minutes. So he turned around. He was like, "All right, dad, what do you want to do for dinner?" <laughs> dad. Okay. Right. Papa. Dad. dad. He died. That is he fucking like waited. Story. He like waited until my dad got there. To die to prank him one last time. That is fantastic. That is so great. That is that he just is fully died. That's a story you definitely tell. <laughs> fucked with him. Just to fuck with her one his, last time. His last words yeah. were like, "Gotcha, bitch." <laughs> Dude, those stories. God dang it! I hope I have a story like that. The craziest story I've ever heard is someone like dying like that. Have you ever heard Doug Stanhope's joke about killing his mom? No. Are you kidding? Do you know? I know who Doug Stanhope is. A, it went so big. It was the end of his beer. I forget his German name. At the end of his special, it's like a twenty-minute bit about his mom, just like basically being in hospice too. And she's like, "I'm gonna fucking, I'm doing, I'm doing it, Doug." And he's like, "No, no, no, mom, let me do it." And he gets a certain amount of drugs that he could get a hold of. He said, "You pick the night." She calls him up, and he and Bingo, his girl, they get together, give her a shit ton of things that would kill a horse, and give her. Um, White Russians, and they roast the shit out of her until she just passed out and died. Damn. And then he used her credit card to buy him a bunch of toys right after that, like a pachinko machine. <laughs> but he's telling this story. It went so big, he got a book made out of it. Uh, digging up mother or something like that. Goddamn. Dude, but you hear those stories, and I'm like, I have so much appreciation for someone that has, like, that's willing to go through that for the sake of a joke. So good. I don't know if she's joking about it, but anyway. <laughs> oh, she, didn't, she asked for the drugs. She didn't ask to be bullied before she died. Oh, no, no. He said, like, <laughs> oh, he said, like, he, oh, my he was trying to make her die faster. And he's he like, was, I don't like you. Oh, dude. Well, he's telling me, he said, my favorite part of it, he just said, like, as she was going in and out, he, he would be like, Mom, wait, they found a cure. <laughs> like, she's in the middle of it. And she just yeah, keeps flipping him off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, go ahead. Ted Cruz weaves a bizarre scenario about Biden murdering children while listening to Pat Benatar. That's weird. I don't know who Pat Benatar is. I don't know who that is either. How do you not know? I don't know. I don't know. Pat Benatar. Sounds like a cool dinosaur. Now you're tricking me because now it has been four truths in a row, so I would assume this one's also a truth. Nope. I I lied to you earlier, buddy. I think about this. Are we locking that in? I'd say that's true. It's true, of course. We all eat yeah, tell truths. We all eat <laughs> tell truths. I realize that. We love, because the true ones are the crazy ones. 
This is a bad game show. Oh, it's a bad game show. <laughs> this isn't. I'll tell something about. We just want you to eat hot sauce, really. I just want you to suffer. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Russell, we'll get to the chip after that. There's so many chips to give out, you guys. I don't want everybody to die. You gotta give me two chips. I think I need two. Hot sauce. I don't want you to struggle chips. more. Give me two chips. That's my boy. My boy needs two chips. I'll get you some. Yeah, I won't puss out. I'll get you some towels too because you're sweating over there, buddy. Russell, you're doing great, buddy. I know. I'm. You're handling this. I'm well. very strong. I'm literally mocking both of you. Right? I need boy. to hear this more from people. You're a strong That's boy. Hey, you're funny. You're funny. And you're not a hack. Oh, I, I know. No. Um, a show I was just on, uh, Jason Alexander, Lou Fairs were there. And they were talking about how, uh, who they could, other comedians they could beat in fights. And I was like, what That's about hilarious. me? And they were both like, oh, instantaneously I would kill you. And so that made me very self-conscious. Wait, Jason so I need Alexander? You, I need you to tell me that I'm fight. strong and tough. Well, you know what? Anybody who wears cowboy boots automatically has like a thing where it's like, he probably can fuck up a cow pretty good if he goes out on the ranch. He could cow tip pretty hard? He can cow tip pretty I don't know. Hard. I kind of want to invest in this. Like, Get in this. Get I, in this. Think, I think you could probably do a fucking number. You think so? To, to Jason Alexander. I don't know Lou Ferris, but... We should do, you know how like they just did the like comedians play basketball yeah. in Denver? Which I we should do, we mean. should do like comedy combat. I'm and in. we do like instead of YouTube stars, it's, Physical? it's uh, locally acknowledged middling comedians all box each other. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part is when you just talked about comedy works, you said you were just like, I just want to middle it best. And I, I like, would love to coast. I really I hate trying. I would love trying. to coast too. You I know really why? We talked you. about it with Fuck Tracy. It, yeah. There's nothing better sometimes than being the middle crushing on your set no expectations given because it's all in the headliner no pressure. oh i would love to crush that would be nice you crush you do i don't th- maybe i you don't see it good don't get that ego to not not to like change the subject and like sound like i'm trying to be fake humble people tell me that i crush you do it's never people i respect but people tell me i crush that's supposed to be a joke I, about well, you guys to, uh, uh keep <laughs> I don't. Do we come off as guys that are? Maybe I just have like an expectation of what I think crushing is. That's good though. I'm like I don't think. I think I'm very okay. Like I get the job done, Mm -hmm. but I don't think anyone when you're talking about like oh, Johnny's a crusher kind of thing. You wouldn't be like and Russell Keller he kills he destroys every time. Yeah, but also because he has like more like sure he's done it for a long time swag or something yeah, crushing he's is great a cool thing he's got an it factor for sure but i'm just but saying that, i don't think i have i don't think i crush you, i'm like i do pretty good sometimes yeah you it's probably because you don't you you don't think it, you have the energy for it like johnny does because he's just in fucking bam you know one of those right people. i don't think you need to i don't think that is necessary when it comes to crushing think about the quietest even one-liner non-energetic guys that just destroy because of what they're just good at it you crush dude I'm I've seen you crush energetic. four months in. <laughs> no, you get up there. You you jostle around. I love that. You around. scream at people. Hey. That was my favorite verb. Yeah, that <laughs> you was kinda. so great. That was a great way of saying, you do you do jokes. <laughs> you have fun. It's what? usually you being aggressive to a woman in the front row, but you, you get you get do, energy. If there's a dude, I will throw yeah, you the guy. You're like, <laughs> you get real. To, like I feel like women are creeped on enough. Like I need to kind of change. Yeah, change up a little. Oh, but. Russell, that was lost in the sauce. Thank you for joining us. Anytime. Fun. Yeah, I, I was fun. actually very hungry, so that was nice for me. Same. If you want, dude, we have pop tarts all the time on set. You still and there's nothing better head. than chewing when you're in the middle of having conversation. I hate that. <laughs> 
<laughs> this dude asked me the first time uh, we did the show. He's like, you better have food. And I was like, fuck, I need food. And Karen's like, yeah, why aren't you feeding these people? I'm like, because we're doing a fucking interview. Because I'm talking <laughs> right now. <laughs> but I get it, if you're hungry, you're hungry. Like, My last mouth time is I occupied. Was, on the last show with Johnny, while he's talking, I'm going into his pocket, pulling out pieces pocket. of Pop-Tarts, eating, and he has no idea. It's like, where's just the little scrapples. <laughs> yeah, scrapples. One of them was Did he, pop-tart. Does just he eat the Pop-Tart, or does he do the thing where you break off the corners first just to get to the center? So, he, I would see you doing that, but I, I just... I, I eat the I whole thing. You eat the whole thing. Okay. Wait, wait. You, would, you wouldn't waste a Pop-Tart. No, but I break it into pieces. I do like pieces, too. I don't oh, eat a, I gotcha. Don't, I don't eat it like a slice where I'm just like, bite, bite, but bite. But I'll tell you, the worst invention ever is unfrosted Pop-Tarts. I yeah, understand. I don't understand. Wait, do We're trying to healthy it? it up. Do you like a strudel? I do like strudel? a toaster strudel. Well, with some icing, I'll fuck with it. Except for if... I've never had it since I've been an adult, and when I was a kid, I just couldn't wait, so I had a lot of frozen toaster strudels for sure. You can't do that. You never had a frozen one where it just wasn't toasted all yeah, the way? My daughter will rip the fucking frosting out of the freezer. Oh, yeah, true. And she'll I do too. that, and I'm just like, oh. It's okay, honey. <laughs> I was like, do you want to... Make it a protein shake. Do you want me to make the, this thing for you? She's like, no, I, I got what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> she got her hit. She got her fix. <laughs> she got her fix. Oh. Doing doing lines in the back of Toaster Strudel <laughs> Frosting, man. Dude, that was awesome. There's one other thing I want to do with us, but we'll do it. Uh, well, what are we doing? What do you want to do? You know what? So, I don't know if you know this, but Garrett's got a few voices under his belt. Oh. Cool. Garrett's got to be voice. We do a lot of commercials that have seen to get some good, some good, we got some good stank Traction. on it. Sure. Good tractions. Good stink. But uh, so we're putting that. To you the do test. black voice. Is that why he said stank? No. You do AAV. Why did he say that? What did he say? What did he say? You said he put stank on it. Oh, he does put stank on right. it. Right. You do a black guy voice. No. Oh, that's no. hilarious. You made him feel so uncomfortable with that because you can't say that word. Apparently, I don't know. Guys. That know. was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was bad. Heresy. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a scene because uh, I also uh, we're actors and we we're, we're doing the part we're we're doing we're That's doing tough. shows together. So we're gonna do a thing test now. Garrett's newest voice. This is what the scene is gonna be. Every time we're gonna do acting out a new scene mm-hmm. to test Garrett's voice. Wow. So Garrett has a new one. Goofy. Oh, uh, okay. Let's see if we can pull out Goofy real quick. See if we can do this. My actually. There it is. Goofy, everyone. Goofy. So, uh, um, you are going to be playing Goofy, right. and you are high on cocaine. You are Goofy high on cocaine, and you are playing Max, his son. This is from the original uh, goof, goof, goof movie. And you Did guys... you just call it Goof movie? A Goofy movie. You said okay. Goof I thought you said Goof movie. <laughs> it's a Goof movie. I was like, that sounds like like the Walmart. Like, yeah, have you ever seen those fucking <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Redbox off-brand <laughs> yeah. movies? Like, Transmorphers. Shirk. <laughs> so you are goofy at a concert with Max at a Powerline concert. I'm Powerline, and you are high on cocaine, and you're doing whatever you can to get Powerline to sing uh, whatever lyrics you can. With this is Max. a whole scenario. Is, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's very weird. So you're goofy trying to get Powerline to say uh, a line from the song with Max, and Max, of course, is Max. He is Russell. He is. Don't do this to me. So we want to make you feel like you are right now. Sure. So we're setting the scene. We're the back. We're backstage at the concert. Goofy. Maxie, I need you to do me a favor. Maxie, are you there? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? I thought we were doing black voice. 
Maxie. I thought that's what you were teeing me up to do. I thought you wanted me to do black voice. Maxie, no. Yeah, Shrek. Shrek. Maxie. Now's not the time for Shrek. Maxie. I need another power line, Maxie. I, I don't know where this is going. I don't know Did what. You do that I thought that's what you're setting me up to do. Black <laughs> that voice. Was so funny. Keep going. Keep going. I don't know. Go yeah, I to feel, what? I feel awkward. Now. <laughs> what are you trying to get him to do? I don't. I no, want just him keep to... going. I ruined it because it was so great how badly you fucked up the voice. Uh, what does Max sound like? Just a guy. Just a a tw- teenager. He's got know. a squeaky yeah. voice, like Russell. Go ahead, Russell. Just be Russell. Be, you don't have to do any voice. This it's just is... funny to see you do it. Oh, I don't have to do a voice? No, no it's hilarious to oh. hear you do it. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> okay. I don't want to do this. Okay, <laughs> re-say it. Say it again. This was the greatest part of the show. Max. Max. Yeah. Fucking kill me, Max. Player. Player. Pl- play on, player. I'm just signing. Maxie, your daddy needs another power line. <laughs> I understand her at his concert, but he needs... Maxie, I need another line. I'm going to be real honest with you. Need a little mm, booger sugar. Need to get lost in the uh, yuck. You lost the voice there. I know. I, Fucking yeah. you broke the fourth wall. Keep going. Why is this a thing? Why is this a thing, man? There you go. Guys, I, guys, there's a lot of people here at the show. There I'm... is nobody here. And I feel like that scene in One Hour Photo where... <laughs> Robin Williams is just making that couple fuck. And I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Compared it to a, like a force, like a rape. Uh, this is improvisational rape. This is... Maxie Why don't, did it bomb so bad? I don't know. It started with the voice. <laughs> when you play for the Harlem Globetrotters, what's wrong with you? Well, the whole thing is like the Goofy movie is the is a, the perfect black movie. Okay. It really is. Yeah, so I thought you were teeing me up to do No, I would never ask AAV. you to do that. No, but that's hilarious. It's great. And all I know how to do is Donkey from Shrek, and I feel like that's the closest. Hit me with it. And I just did it. That was oh, me that going, was hey, Shrek. Hey, Shrek. <laughs> and that was our scene brought to you guys by Get Machine <laughs> That was together. a fucking tragedy. Don't, bring the, don't sponsor that scene by no, anybody. Don't. No, that was that hilarious. Was, that was awful. a quarantine project <laughs> hot sauce sponsored don't put, scene. Don't put that on them. Don't, we'll put it on us. Don't put that on them. <laughs> don't put that on them. <laughs> <laughs> that was so... Oh, God. That was not a smooth... I literally, told, I literally told him, we're going to do... I want to do a thing where we where we do a scene. We'll, we'll do, I I'll thought it was going to be scene. random... Do you want to hear what the last one was going to be? Random voice, random whatever, random scenario. Uh-huh. That's what it was. But you were painting, it wasn't like, was. you're this you're... character, you're this character, go. You painted a whole, like, okay, here's yeah, where the circle is. You have to get scenario. to this end point. No, I literally, I literally said, you're goofy, hi, Uncle Kane, and you want to get Powerline to sing with Max, or sing a line with Max. That's all it was. Maxie. So now I know we're going to I feel like you get Maxie. You got Maxie. You got Maxie. Maxie. And then as soon as you say anything after Maxie... You just kind of go general southern guy. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you just got. I guess he kind of is. He just doesn't know how to do. He he does have like racist tendencies. You just now we're just southern. Now Now we're just just from Savannah. Savannah, you're very Manny. (laughs) Manny. As soon as you did that voice, I was like, I'm gonna throw you into a fucking whirlwind, and uh, it went just as I had hoped it would, honestly. Much rather too. Do you want to hear what the, la- the next scenario is going to be oh, that we're not going to do? Yeah. 
You were going to be a doctor. You're Mickey Mouse doing black voice. <laughs> well, you got the other one done. Um, no, so we're not going to get into that. That was much better. That's so good. Russell. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, afterwards, he's, he's been one of those guys where I'm like, hey man, put out the episode uh, if you want to post it anywhere. He's like, I'm good. I think I'm going to skip this one. That's I mean, fine. <laughs> Russell's like, I would rather not be attached to this project right Can now. Can you accidentally delete the project for me? No, but we I mean, it already failed halfway through, so why wouldn't that? Yeah. It'd be fully a possibility. Jesus, dude, we've had you here for two hours. We're done. Oh, has it been? Jeepers. No, we have, we're not done yet, though. Okay, Is there anything done. you want to... We, first of all, thanks for coming out. Yeah, we really of course. Appreciate we appreciate you. you. Yeah. yeah dude, I'm glad I finally so made it on. I literally didn't really... That's the first time where I haven't like looked at the clock the whole time. Like, I don't want everyone to keep people too long, but you made it fucking fun. Dude. I'm wildly so, interesting, and everyone likes me. Cool. Any no one has any problems with me. you could beat people up. You could beat people up, <laughs> and you're going to make it far in any contest you go into. And you don't have weird long hair on the back of your neck. I do right now. I need to get a haircut. Oh, I didn't mean to bring that up. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that one specifically is true, and it does it does hurt. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. I'm glad I finally made it down here. Again, thank you for trying. Thank you for having nice audio right, equipment. Thank this. you for having a nice set. Thanks, thank dude. you for putting in any effort at all. Just like you with Pike Spunks, I've heard everybody will always say it's the best venue, first of all. That you put on a show, you, I mean, is it you doing photography or is it someone else you're hiring to do that? Uh, I will take, great, I will dude. always take pictures on my phone, but for a couple of shows yeah. I've hired, uh, I hired Dan Rady to take photos on one of them. Right. I hired Jeff Stonick to take photos on one of them. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but, but that's effort. That's money. That's all those things that I wish every producer would put into it. And that love, that love and effort. We want to do that. This is the only thing I know. Kind of. I don't want to produce a show because <laughs> yeah. it sucks. It, I mean, I love doing I've this. It does. It makes me wildly. Ang- I'm not fun to talk to. I always think about the I amount agree. of like, like, you guys. We've had conversations before. You would know who I generally am, and it's like, oh, he seems kind of stressed right now. I wonder how many like comics who I've met for the first time at a Pike's Punk show, like coming down from Denver, and like this guy's a weird, quiet spaz. And it's uh, like, I'm just so anxious that I've you, only sold 40 tickets that I'm going to shoot myself in the head. Good, I'm glad I'm glad you care about that. I will tell you this, you though. Like, as a comedian, when I get booked for your shows, it's a little bit relieving because I know everything's going to go off without a hitch. It's so true. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. Thank you. It's good you. that you didn't show up to a show on your Sunday, your day off, and you're like, well, I hope people show up to this one because the last Sunday I did it, nobody else showed up. Yeah, so, it 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 drives me crazy. So yeah, it's a very it's very bad for my mental health. But I I genuinely try it. I'm glad you've funny. noticed that the shows you've been at, you're gonna be there in oh, September. He, he, he you gonna be on in September? Said, he said uh, you gonna be. Uh, it was a few weeks ago. He was like, you good at nine thirty? And I was like, like tonight. Because I get those texts where it's like, can you be here tonight? I was like, tonight? He's like, no, no, it's September. I was like, god damn, yeah. I knew you were busy, too. So when yeah. you do that, I'm, it's cool. I'm glad you're having success with it. I'm glad you're... Are you enjoying it? Who's headlining that show? Uh, Manny show? Yeah. It was going to be Steve Gillespie, but he had to reschedule. So now it's January. So now I'm I'm actively trying to get people to book that sh- to headline that show right now. So when I think of it, David Borey's popping up in my head. Did he just do one recently? or or is he I haven't had him on. I would love to have him on. I don't know why I have him in my head. I could have sworn he did it or saw pictures, but I guess not. But uh, yeah, bring him on, dude. I've I've always wanted to work with that guy. I'll do my He's best. A fucking man. He because he I think he lives in California and he comes to 
Colorado yeah, sometimes. A, yeah, he's an LA cat. So I don't know how to book people who don't actively live in this right. state right Shoot now. Him a message. Should message. Hey, terrifying. Man, when are you free? What a horrifying concept. I will message anybody for a show to feature to headline whatever. I will message them and immediately turn on Do Not Disturb on my phone because I'm afraid. What if they text me back and say you're a dumb loser and I hate you? Jesus, you're so I, I will say Do Not Disturb and hey, I wait. A who half hurt hour. you? Who hurt you? A lifetime you of being bullshit? a Christian. Jesus, like, that's gotta you? be some stressful fucking moments for this you. This is stand up, yeah. dude. Because you got rejection. Lock, you gotta make the effort. And exactly what Manny's saying is like rejection is part of the game. Yeah, so and it I, hurts. Oh, it, it hurts. But why would you so get on much. stage? Why oh would you get God. on stage if you're willing, not willing to take the? Uh, I'm what obviously happen? willing to do it. Yeah. It just doesn't yeah. feel good. I don't like uh, to do it. Come on, but, yeah. but 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 you take those and you learn. Oh, that's what that feels like, and you go to the fuck. Russell's not giving himself enough. You, you, you submitted already, though, right? To the Colorado Springs one. What did you say? You submitted already to the Colorado Springs one. Yeah, I better. I better get on. I'm that one. ready. I like. I'll I'm scream ready at for Tracy too. I I did laughing yeah. skull. Submitted for laughing skull. I'm like, mmm, mmm. That's that's big money that you have to. I'm like, well, that stings when you don't get into those. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, now I'm out money. I'm trying to do every like Colorado one first before I really start like venturing I don't know out. Which ones are invites only, and which ones you can submit for? So I feel like there are a lot that are invite only. Yeah. I, I High Plains is invite only, yep. and the chief is invite only. This might be their last year doing it though. Really? Yeah. So I asked I asked um, Mel about it. She got invited. And I was like, I, sh- I want to do that. The pod and all that. She was like, yeah, you should come do it. Didn't realize it was only invite though. Yeah. That sucks. That was weird. But yeah, so um, coming to Pike's Punks. <laughs> Guys, Pikes Punks. Go to Pikes Punks. It's very good. I'll be there soon. Uh, Garrett's done it. It's a fun place. So if you guys hear about it, follow Russell Keller on all of his socials. And uh, get out to his shows, man. That's one of those things where it's always successful, always fun. People say great things about these shows. And uh, you even had a contest there, which is awesome. Good New Year's party, I hear. Yeah, we had New Year's Eve, the inaugural Pikes Punk like who is the Pikes Punk, which I thought was dumb. Punk ass. (laughs) I was trying to come up with like a cool title for it. But yeah. Um, Garrett and Thad B split the victory, and that made me very mad. It was the I only time I heard it did. I've I heard ne- it did. Like I'm sweet, good boy. I don't want anybody mad at me. I healed. I went full heel. I started screaming I at the audience because they wouldn't pick one person. I said, "You're cowards." <laughs> we had like you there's are winners and losers. Two yes, votes. <laughs> so I heard. I was, it made me so mad that people were like, no, they should both win. That you know feels what? good. You know what? All of you guys in the crowd good. leave now. All of you leave. And like the thing that got me. And then I want to take uh, I, I, my mom. My mom made oh, a crown of $100 bills. That's fucking That I was going to put sick. on one of their heads. So now it's frustrating because now we can't take a picture. But I'm like, all right, I'll take a picture with the two of you holding the crown or whatever. And by the time I turned around, they had already destroyed it because, like, I really need that $50. Like, I can't. Dad I can't. looked at me and he's like, dude, I need this money to pay for my suit. <laughs> and I was like, God. So I gave you it to them, to turned around, and they had immediately destroyed it. What I love about, oh, that sucks. But you know what? I'm the same way, where I'll put all this effort into a goofy boot, whatever it is. <laughs> and it goes, and it just goes, and it's just one of those things where it's like, that's what it is. Yeah. Like the, but that sucks because you're just like, guys, my mom, that's what I'm picturing you say. My mom made that. My you mom did, made this, I think did. I did yell that. I'm like, my mom made that crown. What the hell? But what I love about that is that's like his act. Like he, I'm, I'm, I bet he said it out loud where he's like, that money I need for this suit. Just no, he looked at me he's like, dude, I gotta win. He, it was a joke, but like before the contest, (laughs) he was like, he was trying to get people in. We had like a hundred people at this contest. It was crazy. That's that's awesome. And Thad was like, I think half the people there just because Thad would 
on everything. He's like, come to this contest. I need the money. Come to this contest. I need the money. He was everywhere to a point where like, I know he was doing a bit, but I did message him. I'm like, hey, man, if you need $100, I can give you $100. Like, if can it's, you really? If, if this is so, if Let's you're in such dire end. straits, he's like, no, it is a bit. I'm like, okay. But you're just saying it a lot that makes me a little worried. You're in a like really bad well, spot financially. Well, well, he just told Garrett. So, <laughs> so Thad, come on the show, buddy. We pay every single one of our guests a solid $150 just to come on the show and have fun. So, uh, so I'll spot you. Venmo? Yeah. Okay. Is it made? I'll, I'll, I only so want to. If Matt if pays me, I'll get I'll get you back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming on the show. It's yeah, been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me, Garrett. Until I'm Garrett Waller, and I'm Cranny Mespin. Thanks for listening, guys.